This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. The one or two apps that always ask you for your password again, nigga. I don't remember that shit. I'm all locked in with this face ID shit, dog. Yeah, I still ain't never did that. I have zero plans on doing that. They might as well figure out a button to put on the side and bring that back. Dog, that should make your life so much easier, dog. I can't do it. They know your face already. It's like it's, it's like <laughs> I, I used to be like I used to be that way with the fingerprint. Yeah, yeah. I'm like yeah. I'm never doing it. I'm just gonna keep typing in my shit. Yeah. I'm like, yo, you know what they fucking up though? If you don't have the fingerprint or the face ID and you got to do the double click like to get to your uh your little code or whatever, they fucking up sneakers. You can't get in there. Yeah. Shit take too long, nigga. I just be. <laughs> oh man We got the uh, plug in here Or the bluetooth Bluetooth Alright <laughs> <laughs> Yo Yo <laughs> I don't even want to play no music no, I didn't even feel my finger hit the button though, Yo Clearly I did That was fucking Cause wild Cause like <laughs> I'm about to hit the button So you can pair I'm like how the fuck Is you playing music already <laughs> Dog, that shit sound like fucking Marty Jannetty and the Rockers and shit, bro. Right, oh man, BTA too. Oh, that was funny, dog. Good times, good times. Make sure I'm not connected. Let me get. Uh, all right, we should be good. What? Lucini pouring from the sky, let's get rich. What? The GK Vance and Sugar Dimes can't quit. What? Now pop the cork and see the Vega and get lit. What? 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 Introducing Phantom of the Dark Walk through my heaven With levitation from reefers Drenching defense And these seven Showboating with rugas Flash vines Belafonte digger Let's get forward this birth As we confiscate your figures Casanova Brown Levitating Jiki and Ashikis The Lahada car 54 Chasing diamond runners Headed ice band The big chiller diamond Convention Harlem Buck strut Freezing world heist Hollywood Madam Butterfly Let me in your house A pleasure From the knuckle swatch Shadow boxes Catching black eye blue I play the thief What? Sensations at the Monte Glory screaming Chiba Fulfilling pleasures in my castles blow the smoke out The Goss of Vega substitutes when the Dutch is gone The load don't stop, give me shouts, it's the season Sartayas, two flayers for swerving on corners We madness to Moolah, living with Charlie's angels on us This is it, what? Oh fuck it, let's get to the other end If we're moving, it's just like that as we proceed Saturday night special Oh shit, they got a whole nother 16 Them niggas was using some words on this motherfucker Facts That nigga said Bella Fonte figure I'm like, I don't even know what that means Welcome back ladies and gentlemen to This Week in Culture episode 168 I am your host Ant Wood, aka Trinidad And aka one half of the culture And I got my brother with me, Jay, what up though? What up, though? Shaman J. Johnson, one half of the culture, one half of everything. What's popping? And this week in culture, we bring to you none other than the season four, episode season six finale. review. Oh, shit. <laughs> the episode six review of The Shy on Showtime. For all intents and purposes, my opinion, it may have been the best episode of the season. Nah. And I say that because it's the only one that kept my interest because I was trying to figure out what was happening for the whole episode. And then I looked up and it was going off and I said, oh, shit. 
I ain't like pause or go pee or start texting or nothing, dog. I got through that shit, man. Um, before we get to the review, we want to thank all the listeners, all the supporters, everybody who rocks with us. Want to say a special prayer to everybody in uh, Metro Detroit and really in Michigan who got caught up in the floods the other night. Boy, boy, I, I didn't get caught up in the flood, uh, but a guy who got impacted. I'm gonna say that goddamn tree fell on my house. I mean, <laughs> I saw you, uh, you post about that. Which uh, is wild, nigga. Yeah. Who comes to remove that? Uh, some white guys came out this morning. <laughs> Got you. Uh, some guys came out this morning. Uh, it fell on my. R- so listen. Mm. Saturday night, I'm editing some shit. Yeah. Uh, Umar is in the den, locked in the den, and I hear a loud noise. I'm like, from where he was at. Yeah. I'm like, this nigga didn't find a way to knock the TV off. Going crazy. Immediately, yeah. I'm like, the TV fell or something. <laughs> Something fell. So I ran in there, couldn't see nothing. I'm like, and when I opened the door, he looking at me like, nigga, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, shit, I don't know. I'm looking out the window and shit. So like I heard something like from upstairs. So I ran upstairs. There's nothing up there but boxes. Okay. That I moved in. Like I've I've done nothing with yeah, yeah. the upstairs. No unpack. The upstairs room. Something like, so what the fuck? Is did something fall over? Closet? I'm looking everywhere, couldn't find nothing. So Took him out in the backyard, uh, you know, flashed the flashlight around, didn't see nothing, went out in the front, uh, well, halfway through the front and didn't see nothing. I'm like, all right, I, I don't know, man. This shit is wild, but fuck it. Next morning, I took him out to uh, use the bathroom, and I went on the front of the house and went all the way to the, on the other side, and then fucking how heart dropped. Damn. Big ass tree on my fucking, uh, on my garage, not my garage, but on my roof, pressed against the chimney and then on my neighbor's uh on my neighbor's fence so was it in your yard yeah it's okay. technically in my yard uh i, I mean like storms been going all week yeah so earlier in that week um that same crew was out cutting down the tree at my neighbor's yard i talked to them today they said they, they, they cut down they removed six different trees on this my street alone Damn. in the last five days you know they going crazy out there luckily you know it didn't break through um, yeah that's fortunate man thank god thank god for real um it didn't break through didn't damage the chimney um or anything uh cost me 600 bucks but hey i thought it was gonna be a lot more than, yeah, <laughs> than that yeah you know real life. so i was thank god i was able to you know get that taken care of man bro while we thanking god i did get caught out in them goddamn storms on man. friday um but i'm thanking god that i didn't get stuck and none of them puddles, man. I'm, I'm right now. I'm thanking God that I bought a big ass truck, because um, and even then, it was still a bunch of fools who got stuck out there. Let me tell uh, drivers real quick: when you see the water, just back up. Just back. You don't have to drive through. Like I get that some puddles wasn't that deep. But nigga, it was folks driving through like, okay, that's clearly like an endless, you can't see where that stops or where it gets back shallow. And niggas was just trying, dog. Man, I um you remember this happened back in 2014. So people been talking about I wasn't here yet. Uh-huh. I hadn't moved back yet. So everybody been talking about it. And I was like, I ain't remember that flood, dog. Sex same shit. Damn. I was I had just got my pickup though. You okay, know okay. That's the only thing that saved me. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, like water up to my side view mirrors. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing, only reason that my shit didn't stall out was because the exhaust set a little higher. Mm. And it was a bigger truck, and you can kind of like move the water. Yeah, yeah. Van Dyke. Like just the regular street, not yeah. under Van Dyke was a lake. Yeah. Uh Dan and, and his wife got stuck. They gotta get 
they got uh his wife got taken out with a canoe. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Uh, so I got still got video and everything on yeah. my phone, but like the re, the how the freeways and shit look under the it was the yeah. exact same thing in 2014 and shit. Bro, I got um I was on on some real Detroit like technical shit. I'm on the fucking uh Fisher Freeway trying to get to 75 and I'm trying to get north. Nigga, the northbound shit had to be like eight feet of water, dog. Like all I saw was the top of a pickup truck. Just get it. It was like the water was just waiting over the top of this nigga's truck. So I'm like, oh, shit. So I jump, get back to the left lane, go south. Cops got the next exit blocked off going toward Canada. They like, nigga, get off in Mexican town. Figure your way out. I'm like, I bet I'll I'll ride through Mexican town. No problem. Nigga, every street in Mexican town, once you hit that turn and thought you was in the clear, it was four or five feet of water, dog. It was one of the like longer nights in my life it took me three hours to get home from downtown man like it was it was a mess man but shout out to everybody who made it through that salute to the city um salute to the weather report for having us in fear that it was finna rain for eight straight days after that yeah (laughs) and it hasn't rained again (laughs) since nigga we caught like a little sprinkle dog but it ain't rained since um i thank god for the weather changing but i hope some of y'all learned a lesson man like go sit down sometimes yo i know the world is reopening shit and niggas is hype but damn maybe i should have went out there bro no because i should have got because i can get rid of this car Oh, you for sure could have did a, a ah, number. God damn, I forgot. If you do that. insurance jobs, you should have been in the streets on Friday because it was right. neutral and just put push. that motherfucker right on the lodge. Yo, I seen three niggas try to. So they drove into the puddle. They was in a Plymouth Voyager. Yo, I should have really did that. No, you should have got your. You could have got a whole job off, nigga. Minimum. Salute to everybody who live in the uh, in the riverfront towers downtown too. Because if you parked on the lower level, your shit was underwater. Like. All Damn. trucks. I seen a nigga Ferrari underwater. All silver. You know what? <laughs> I was at my friend's house. Yeah. I parked there. I've been out of town. Mm. So I just came back today. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to call my insurance Damn. company and be like, yo. Yo, what happened? Yeah. You know what they're going to tell you? Oh, that's going to be on your friend homeowner's insurance or some shit. It's an apartment. Man, that shit was wild, dog. I literally saw the video of them towing this fucking Ferrari out. And I was like, bro, gotta be sick, nigga. Yeah. Like, you have to be sick. That shit was wild, man. Salute to everybody. In apartment with a Ferrari. That's yeah. also, you know, he's probably over there dropping some off to the baby mama. You know what I'm saying? He's sick for sure. Yeah, he's sick as hell. Because then, like, now I'm never going to see my baby and my baby moms again. <laughs> like, it's a wrap for that, dog. Told you I'd get you a closer apartment to me. Uh, What else going on, man? You see the BET Awards? Did you watch any of that? I watched a rela about six minutes of it. Okay. Waiting for the B, the, the, the DMX tribute. Mm. So I watched a little bit. All this was online, by the way. I didn't watch shit live, but I watched a little bit of that DMX tribute. The Queen Latifah Lifetime Achievement tribute. Um, Salute to the Queen. And then I watched Jasmine Sullivan and Ari Lennox sing one of my favorite nasty songs. And uh, that was it. That was all I had for the BET Awards. Uh, I'm not really the awards dude. I respect them getting back together, though. That was like the first big televised like event that we didn't seen with the red carpet and shit since COVID. Like, niggas ain't been in person. All this shit been virtual. So the world is back open, dog. BET says so. What you think about that DMX tribute, though? Um, I, I was confused. I'll be perfectly honest. Uh, Method Man came out there and I couldn't tell if he just didn't know the words <laughs> or 
he was trying to self-edit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? My nigga, just cuss and let the TV people do their yeah, thing. Yeah, that's why they there. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. let them do their thing. Uh, I didn't like uh, you. Like, DMX is not like he's not like a wizard with the words. Mm. You know mm. what I'm saying? They very four and five syllable. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Not, well, four and five syllables a lot. Yeah, yeah, like, fam. You know this verse, my yeah. nigga. And they was also very like you heard them. They was aggressive and loud, and you knew what these lyrics should have been. <laughs> no, yeah, like, and yeah. Then, so he came out rocked, and then like. Um, uh, Griselda came out and they started doing like a regular song, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Was that the tribute?" Yeah, like you know, what it saying? got weird. And then, uh, then when they start doing the DMX, I'm like, "Oh, okay." I'm like, yeah. "Y'all had a the meth wasn't the tribute." Yeah, like I know y'all did four, three, two, one together, sort of, but like, yeah, bring out Master P and Red Man and <laughs> Cannabis to finish this off. Yo, bring Cannabis out <laughs> here, okay? If they brought Cannabis <laughs> out there, the whole tribute would have been fire. Nigga, it's been the greatest BTA. <laughs> <laughs> And LL, fuck it, bring that nigga out. He in LA. I know where they film inside in SC. What the fuck ever show he on, nigga? Bring that nigga out. Um, yeah, I didn't watch BET Awards, but I heard a lot of people say they was hype. I think folks might just be hyped to see an awards show back, um, and not like online and shit. But salute to BET. You watch the Soldier Boy and Bow Wow versus. Uh, I tapped in at like the last, I don't know, thirty minutes or so. Okay. It was okay. comedy when I tapped in. And yeah. Bow Wow was clearly winning. And Soldier Boy was, well, out of one, it was two people on stage. Yeah. And somebody was extremely high. And it wasn't <laughs> because of weed. Um, Bow Wow may have been winning at the point you turned it on, but I'll tell you where he wasn't winning. That nigga Air Forces. They was beat the fuck down, nigga. That nigga Bow Wow had on forces from when he was Bow Wow, nigga. Whenever they came out with the him and Sierra song, <laughs> he had that's like, when them forces. He had the like Mike song, nigga. <laughs> and he had hooped all day in the motherfuckers, dog. Um, Bow Wow looked weird. Like he does. I, I didn't. I don't, it's something off about Bow Wow. Like I get it. Like he grown now. He got some grown up weight. We all do. That's cool. But it's out. Maybe it's the braids, like the little two braid fade on top. I don't like that. I, I don't. He I don't look, know. He it's like, odd. He looked like a lesbian. <laughs> like, let's keep it real. He looks like a lesbian. Giving you them old Manny Fresh vibes. Yeah, Bow Wow need a beard or something, dog. He got to go through his, um, what's dog? What's Emmett name? I was about to call that nigga Jay Holiday. What the fuck is that nigga name, man? He got to go through that. Jacob Lattimore. He got to go through that phase where he just grow that beard out, man. Get that, get that lesbian face together, dog. I don't like the bitch lesbian look on Bow Wow. Mm-hmm. It's not working. Um, Soldier Boy is clearly on drugs, and I need him to stop. I, he's entertaining, but I need him to stop. He's not that entertaining. Like y'all capping? Because I think the nigga's entertaining. Well, this, not that performance. Not yeah, that. yeah, yeah. I he don't was, want him to rap. He was entertaining on that Breakfast Club interview, mm-hmm. and he was entertaining on State uh, of the Culture. That was entertaining as fuck. No, that's not. That was uh, the 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 oh Joe Budden and academic the complex show. show. Yeah, that, that wasn't state of the culture. Yeah, no. whatever the name of that was, but yeah. that was it. That's that what was I'm two about. years ago. Yeah, facts. I haven't been entertained lately. He, he ain't been like, on shit or not no like real platform. Like he did a yeah. rant the other day about Charlemagne and like if 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 oh being from Atlanta, yeah, it, yeah. it seemed forced and it yeah. seemed fake. Like. I mean, it's all fake and forced. Yeah, but also it was like, Charlamagne, why are you saying that nigga wasn't from Atlanta? Who the, like, because he said he was from Bompton. The last I mean, time he was so up there. Chris Brown. Yeah, we what know I'm that nigga from Virginia. Is, he, yeah. I remember that interview. He was like, I'm from Bompton. Uh, da, da, da. And like, he like, nigga, I don't know where you from. I don't think Atlanta, when I think Soulja Boy, I don't think ATL. I do, but that was also because 
Superman, whatever that was, came out the year I moved to Atlanta. So I just associate all like that some, with Atlanta. Some rappers but I associate. Yeah, Outkast. I don't look, when I look at so do I don't be like Atlanta. Yeah. I be Migos. Thinking, yeah. Yeah, it's certain niggas when you think them, you think Atlanta. I get that shit. And that's who he was interviewing, uh, Migos. When the nigga asked him about that shit. Uh, but no, I didn't really watch the whole verses. I told y'all I'm over verses. Then I, they lied to me. I got a problem with this verses shit, though. What was that? Well, what doing this? This nigga, uh, ICDC came out. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, my God. I did see that online. Uh, young Master. Uh, yeah, Master Percy. PC, Percy. Mm-hmm. He came out and I don't know. He did four songs that I've never heard of before. I've never heard of a a, 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 a little Romeo, Romeo song. song. No, he, no, like this shit could be like. I'm gonna uh, tell you the only little Romeo song I know, and I was finna rap it, and that shit in my mind just went little by wow. You just don't know, yo, <laughs> and that is not little Romeo. Talk. Yo, this shit is the Mandela effect. I'm not sure yo. that little Romeo exists in the <laughs> rapping space in real life. Fam. I think we all remember, misremember. It never happened. I, I, I don't remember. It never. We happened. just remember Masterpiece, son, and then he was at USC. Yeah, it happened that quick, and he only went to USC because Demar Derozan. That's it. it. I'm not going. Bring my boy, <laughs> and I'm the number one fucking nigga in Cali. So bring my best friend or nah. And them niggas ain't hung out since. That nigga went to the league and you stopped playing. <laughs> nigga stopped playing his second year. They was like, all right, Demar leaving. Yeah, that's what your scholarship said. gone home. Fuck out of here, dog. But this nigga got up there and said, "Yo, every generation you got a, you got a, a Michael Jordan, a LeBron, and a Kobe." He said, and Romeo was Kobe. No, he Romeo said he. Oh, Romeo Le, said it. Le, Romeo said he was LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> he Yo. said Romeo said uh, he was LeBron. He called <laughs> Bow Wow Michael Jordan. Oh shit! And he called Soldier Boy uh, Kobe. Nope. And uh, I don't like that. I I don't like. That. I was just so offended because I like listen. Y'all niggas is smoking dope. Like I get it, yeah, y'all reminiscing. That's a lot of drugs. But y'all gotta fucking stop. A lot of drug usage up there. I think he called. No, I think he called Soldier Boy LeBron, and he called himself Kobe and him and uh and 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 Bow Wow Michael Jordan. Nigga, you not Kobe, my nigga. And and here's the thing. I the only person on that stage whose reign I respect is Bow Wow, because even though the nigga was six. You gotta fucking give him that. Yeah, you were like that nigga for from like six to twelve. He was that nigga. Number one video A where I'm never calling him Michael Jordan. My nigga. But I'll give that nigga a strong Bradley Beal. You know what I'm saying? Like Bow Wow was a Bradley Beal, maybe even a Westbrook of that shit. Uh, Tristan Thompson. Well, no. Nah. He was on the championship team. Hey. But Romeo and Soulja Boy hey, my nigga, really? are Smish, Smush Parker and Devin George, nigga, I, of the game. I want y'all to relax. And I want y'all niggas to stop saying this. Y'all can, if you don't like me, fight me. Soulja Boy did not invent the YouTube. Stop saying that shit, okay? Stop invent it. Invented the internet. Like, whole internet. God damn. It's not true. Whole okay? internet. Nigga, I was on YouTube already, <laughs> buddy. Like, before Bawa. Like, stop Jay it. They say go download his shit off YouTube. Nigga, join <laughs> his page. What the fuck are you talking about? Bro? Oh, man, yeah. I So they lied to me about uh, upcoming verses. And I'm mad at the four people who sent this. One of them is my girl. So it, it's painful that I'm going to have to be mad at her for the rest of the night. Tony Braxton and Mary J. Blige are not doing a versus. That was somebody yeah, put that, that together. And I, so here's the thing. I saw it. I wouldn't mind it. And I wanted to believe it was real, but I knew in my heart it was fake. And I got mags. I've been saying, yo, niggas don't want to see Tony. Niggas don't want to see Mary J. 
we run it out of people. Put that together. That'll give me a good old people versus, dog. That's my lane. And then y'all fucking went out there and photoshopped this shit and had me thinking it was real for a minute. And it's fake. They ain't announced that shit. All they said was Essence Weekend, they got a surprise. Ain't nobody confirmed fucking Tony and Mary J. So stop lying, dog. I don't, I don't appreciate being lied to. Did you watch the uh, Mary J doc? I did not. Everybody said it's fire. Like to the point that I had to add it to my queue. Because niggas is like, this is a cold documentary, dog. Why is on Amazon, my nigga? Prime is getting a lot of shit that I don't think they should get. Like, like I, Mary J deserves an HBO doc. I didn't know. I didn't realize. This is, I guess it's just as petty me. Mm -hmm. right? Why is the user interface that important to me? Like, it shouldn't matter. No, Amazon is trash. They only do one good thing. And that's when you pause it. It'll tell you the name of the actor in the scene you pausing on. That's like the I, only good thing they do. I think I care about that shit too much. I, yeah. I think it's a, because it's a pain for me going to it. It's slow. It's like non-responsive. So yeah. I don't I don't like it. But I'm going to watch it. Yeah. I, I added it to the queue. I heard it's fire. Everybody was like, when it go off, I watched her you other, like looking at her different. I watched her other movie on, um, on Amazon. What? The, Precious? The cop joint. That shit was straight. Yeah, I it was, it that Amazon. was entertaining. I'm the only nigga who saw that like at the theater, yeah. or no, 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 not the theater. I think I rented that during COVID. Yeah, you either way, uh, I saw that early. You and Danny Boy. That was it. <laughs> did she? Did she touch on Danny Boy? I don't know. I no don't pun know. Intended. But <laughs> did Danny Boy touch on her? Huh. All right. What else going on in the fucking world? Um, I got a real. Got two little interesting scenarios off the internet. These can act as the Blackberry letter for the week. Um, but I'm curious what your thoughts are. I know what mine are, but both of these was kind of wild. So y'all already know what it is. When y'all hear that can crack, I mean your man. <laughs> Yo, y'all gotta be in the studio with us sometimes. Man. I'm about to see if this Travis Scott one tastes better than the pineapple. The pineapple wasn't bad. Oh, I mean, yeah, the pineapple wasn't bad, man. This, I'm not normally a fan of lime flavor shit though, because it'd be tasting like elk seltzer. But this shit smell like baby. Porn, <laughs> <laughs> this shit smell like a. All right, man. So I saw this online. Want to see what my nigga Jay thought about this shit? I know what my thoughts are. It was a tweet that said, my daughter made a new friend at the playground. I asked the dad if we could make a play date. He's like, okay, I'll give your number to my wife and you can ask her. I don't know why that was weird to me. Aren't you her parent too? Men who have to ask their wives first bug me. And I saw all the comments on that post and everybody was like, all the ladies was like, no, he did the right thing. He understood the assignment. He know what he's supposed to do. And I'm like, I, I understand talking to your wife like, hey, met somebody at the park. They want to do a play date or our daughter met a kid at the park. They want to do a play date. Yeah. Let's set something up saying, hey, here go my wife number. Call her. Eh. Like, I ain't mad at it, but it just feel a little extra to me because I'm not doing this shit. I'm not going to take her to the play him or her to the play date. My wife handled that shit. Probably. I'm probably at work. I'm not doing it, so I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna put you in contact. Nigga, you with got the her at the park right now, though. All right, it's the last time you're gonna see this motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I ain't mad at having a convo with the wife. I, I don't like play dates. I don't know what a play date is. I don't got no kids. You know how that goes. I don't like like nigga. Y'all gonna be friends naturally. We not about to uh, rearrange. Only and only play dates I made was with my cousins. Yo, can we go over at such and such house? I'm gonna just be like, yo, 
we be at the park on this day at this time, nigga. If you hear and me or my wife bring my daughter here, like, uh, like they could play. Me, nigga, I don't gotta come over. Let me point out the uh the super obvious me, a nigga mm-hmm. with no kids talking about I don't mm-hmm. like play date. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause why you be there? Why Jay at the play date? <laughs> I mean, dog, listen, dog. Everybody got they, they shit. Like I don't, I don't mind. I don't think that he did the right thing. He knew the assignment. Like yo, whatever the thing is. Like uh, let's put it like this: uh, if that was me, nigga, I'd be busy. I'm facts. not. This is not my. This is. I'm not every day. I'm gonna have a, the opportunity to come to the park. Facts. Maybe I got free time on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Or how about my wife is really particular and she don't and I I am a kind hearted yo fuck it mm-hmm. let's go over there and last time I did that shit I brought home roaches who knows like but like I don't imagine like if I give my wife number like that's the part where it got weird to me right I'm gonna give you my wife number you stranger from the park call my wife who didn't meet you today and be like hey I met your husband at the park and he gave me your number our kids was playing together it just feel extra like yo I'll talk to my wife. If they want to set something up, like you so, know, so you get the good, you get the girl number. No, my daughter do. <laughs> See, no, like, you get my matter of fact, my daughter gets your son number. I know my wife. They got phones. I know my wife. They got. When but that's the thing, my, though. Like, <laughs> I know my wife enough to know she probably don't want a random lady calling her fucking phone either. I probably gave that her just feel weird. I probably gave the number to the Chipotle. Nah, you know what they do? <laughs> like, Give her the house number. Boom. Give her that. Now when she call, nigga. You know niggas ain't got house phones. Now you got to keep the house phone. Get that cable bundle. I know you should. Yeah. But niggas ain't got house Get phones. that house that. Hey, well, here go a reason to get one, nigga. When I have kids, I'm definitely having a house But this phone. whole, I hate when somebody got to ask there such and such. Nah, that's extra too. Well, why don't you get you some, get you some structure? Because what it sound like is you at the park dolo and ain't got nobody to go back to the crib to. Don't no- so you calm down and quit worrying about what we do in our house. And don't nobody ask for permission for you to do anything. Man, you, you feel man, salty man. Nobody's ever said, hey, babe, like, want to take our son to the play date? The Listen, daughter. Man, I am all about roles and relationships. Right, mm-hmm. um, and whatever that role, it don't got to be a gender role, Mm-mm. but it's some shit that you good at, nigga. This is your wheelhouse. Yeah, I'm a pull. I'm a and you, everything that I that's me. You yeah. send it to me. Everything you now. If it can't, if something happened, you got to handle it. You handle it. Yeah. But like, no, we gonna be efficient. Now on the flip side, though, if the wife is the one at the park that meets the the, the kid, meet the other kid, and she say, hey, you know, our, our kids should do a play date. Is the wife saying, yo, here got my husband number, call and ask him. What if the husband is the one who do all the play dates? Then yes. But is the wife giving her husband number out to this woman saying, hey, call my husband? Yeah. She might. I doubt it, though. I doubt it. it Not be, the women it, in the it comments. The same. It being this. See, the, the thing is. It should be the same. Nigga. The thing is, everybody thinks that the way that they would handle a situation is the correct way. Mm-hmm. Everyone else. Clearly, you got to be something wrong with you if you don't handle it the exact same yeah. way that I would. And let this. They got a system. And Facts. it appears that system is working. Wait a minute. Oh, what is this? Oh, uh, but also, I thought it was. Men ain't shit. Women with the royal blah blah mm-hmm. That man is asking his wife for permission. Yeah. I thought that's how that's the natural order of things, right? I thought that's what they wanted. So I don't know why she's killing him, but um, yeah, real quick. Since I saw this online and laughed. Now that we're grown, was Bird wrong for getting Lim a job in the Soul Food movie? And was Lim overreacting when he found out? You remember when Kai Pfeiffer went to her shop, yeah. slammed the door, bust the window, and I'm all like, uh, 
he overreacted a little bit. Yeah, both things can be true. Yeah, because she was wrong as fuck. Don't have a nigga who call you cola. You gave me a fucking job, nigga. Nah, nah, he just can't do it. Though. Yeah, no, nah, I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. All right, I got another little scenario though. I shoot this bitch up. Let me no, find real, out that you that your old nigga got me a job and he like, came up to me. That's calling like you cola. uh uh Chauncey and uh yep yep in minutes no in minutes but oh uh in uh dead presidents dead, dead presidents. presidents yo real quick man one of my coworkers hit me up today. Said he listened to our Dead Presidents review. This is literally like four hours ago. A nigga said that's the best movie review I've ever heard. He was like, y'all <laughs> niggas killed that shit. That's his favorite movie. He was like, nigga, that was fire. He was like, I don't even know how I got to your podcast. He was like, I think one of our other coworkers mentioned it. And I think I know who you're talking about. But he was like, nigga, I don't know how I landed on that. But I saw Dead Presidents. Went to it first. He was like, y'all niggas killed that shit. I was oh, like, shout out to you. That was the randomest shit I ever got on a Microsoft Teams message. Yo, nigga. I had a team meeting and shit today, so I do icebreakers and shit, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, all right, y'all. Uh, give me a movie. Uh, a movie that you like or whatever Yeah, that you wouldn't mind being the lead character in. And everybody did that shit. Why well, I picked Ted President's shit. <laughs> I'm throwing the motherfucking chair, dog. Nigga. I'm throwing that motherfucking life. But then what? you also got to have this nigga Chauncey <laughs> knock you down the steps and tell you to suck the fucking nine. <laughs> suck it, nigga. He got his, didn't he get his payback? Did he ever get his payback? On no, that? he only got his payback on, on Terrence. Uh, Terrence Howard. Damn, he ain't do shit right. to Chauncey. Because after that, you remember he went up in the crib, choked out an old girl, then he left, and that's when they committed the robbery. Well, I mean, he got his payback on her. He tongued her sister down before she got killed. Well, 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 well. I mean, I always liked that girl. <laughs> <laughs> she is super cold. She always reminded me of like a, a younger Thelma. Hold on. His girl? Uh, the sister, or the, the in Bush right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She just reminds me. Both of them kind of give me Thelma vibes, to yeah. be honest. That was some good ass sibling casting. Um, but he ain't getting no payback on Cuddy. <laughs> Cuddy embarrassed that nigga in the hallway of his home. Uh um, all right, all right, check this out. Check this out. Women say, shout out to my nigga Marv who wrote this shit. He said, Women say that they want men to hold each other accountable in relationships more. While men, a lot of the time, feel that women don't hold other women accountable enough either. If neither party is willing to publicly hold their friends accountable because it's a violation of your bro or bro or girl code, how do we address relationship issues in a constructive way so we can move forward and stop having the same problems that our parents, parents, parents had? Uh, You do it individually and not publicly. Like everybody's general relationship don't got nothing to do with mine. Mm-hmm. Um, but to that point, I must say these two tweets, uh, uh, in, in back to back days. Oh shit. Interest is interesting. This one says, <laughs> I hope she don't listen to this part. <laughs> I know people who follow her do, but this is not a shot at her. But I love my, <laughs> I love my timeline sister's ability to not claim men, even if sleeping with them every day. Homeboy, doggy, my friend, my little yeah, it's my favorite thing about this app. So I'm glad that my women friends mm-hmm. don't claim the niggas that they fucking. Nope. Okay, that sounds like nigga behavior. Yep. Right? Um, Like the type of behavior that 
that they that some people we get chewed out like, about that shit. Yeah, yeah. man, motherfuckers hate that. Um, and another one says, "Oh man, I bash men on the internet while asking my man is he okay and if he's hungry." <laughs> and that's that. That's really what it is. Man, a lot of people who be bashing niggas online go home today. They regular nice ass. Hey, babe, you want something to eat? Mm-hmm. They just doing that shit online just to kick up dust. I feel like, like if you're the the nigga on the other end of that, or the girl, like if you in a like if you go with Justin Leboy, right? If you that nigga's girlfriend, even though that might not have any direct reflection on your relationship, like I feel like at a certain point that's a cautious. Like little situation Because I used to wall out As we know I used to wall on the internet Real heavy Especially on the gram um, Shout out to Facebook I'll be back in nine days Nigga FY <laughs> um, I'm coming for y'all niggas heads And then my next suspension I'm never getting on Facebook again I'm out um, But When I used to do that A lot of women used to hit me like Yo Like you funny as hell But I feel like you might be really thinking that way about women or that you might really like not, not like women. And it was clearly not true. I don't hate women because I make a joke. Nigga. That's how I'm on this pod. <laughs> yeah, but like, but you know, so you know that feedback that comes. Yes, for sure. And when you hear it enough, it does make you think like, damn, I wonder how many women really feel that way about me. Because I used to have like, so women be like, this is back when I was single. Like, long, yo, long, long time ago. Long, long time ago, <laughs> nigga. Like, really long. <laughs> um, <laughs> nigga, two and a half years is a long time, dog. Shout out to me and her. Um, but no, they would be like, yo, I want to hook you up with my homegirl, but she think you hate women. And I'm like, oh, damn, that's fucked up for your homegirl, <laughs> nigga. Like, it's only one way to find out. <laughs> yeah, let me hate her. <laughs> but I don't know. I feel like. With those type of, just be mindful, nigga. Like, if you're one of them people that post that bashing shit and then you're like, oh, but I'm laying up next to my nigga asking him what he want to eat. Like, all right, at a certain point, you know, don't get that nigga in a fight because somebody came in your email like, why you hate men? That's why I be saying this shit is not real. Yeah. Like, you can't, None ba- of that shit is real. you can't base your real life relationship off of hypotheticals off the internet and television. Yeah. It's not real. Someone, yeah. if you're watching a television show, Though it may seem realistic, someone wrote this out. Facts. The emotion that you saw. Lena wrote it. (laughs) The emotion that you saw on this particular person's face, it's not real. Now, that doesn't mean that's not a real emotion. But, dog, it's not this. Like, you, y'all don't even be in these situations or never been in these situations. Yeah. Oh, you seen the situation one time. And And now now that's every man I know, every woman I know. Nigga, how come all, all women be like, fam, that was your girlfriend when you was 20. Literally. You 40. Literally. You talking about all women. Nigga, that was Tamika. Somebody uh, somebody posted on Twitter, I'm still shook that Justin LeBoy managed to build an entire brand off of stolen tweets and a stupid hashtag. Sound like hate. Sound like hate, but it also sound like hate can be true, because that's exactly what that nigga did. Put a whole page together, stole all y'all niggas material. And it was funny, because right after I saw that tweet, I saw uh, the tweet that he posted about now, Cash Facts probably like, how come I ain't get no show? A nigga, because Cash Facts for show was doing, but Cash Facts, I don't know that he never stole a tweet. Justin LaBoy really be like stealing your tweet, like your exact what you said. Cash Facts just posted similar shit, but it was funny because right after that, I saw that nigga Justin LaBoy post, Y'all had three stimmies to fix that AC, y'all chose crab legs. Now look who boiling. 
And then I was like, oh, man, I saw a girl tweet that like two weeks ago. <laughs> like, uh, quit letting Hey, man, get your IP. Y'all niggas need to get your IP, dog. All right, yo. We got some voice notes. Oh, let me send one. Uh, Curve sent one. Um, oh, shit. Bad, bad, bad. I'll uh, send it to you. Or shit, you want to just plug up? Uh, or we ain't got the thing? All right, fuck it, fuck it. Let me go to the page. And while you sending that, I'm going to play this first one from the homie Shay Jones because, damn it, she sent another one in. <laughs> yeah. Yo. Yo. <laughs> that was one of the worst things I ever heard in my life, man. It happened to me, too, before. Like, you'll be... My AirPod, you take your AirPods out your ear, you put them in your pocket or something. Yeah, I'm talking to the phone, thinking it's coming. Shay, I, I appreciate you so much for sending this in again because that was wild, dog. Uh, hopefully, you address in last week's episode. But if you're talking about this week's too, I ain't mad at you. Here we go. Hey guys, I hope you guys are well. Um, Look at that volume. <laughs> let me just start by apologizing to Rob Silva for <laughs> last week's voice note. He was highly disappointed and I can't have that. So my apologies, Rob. But um, I'm glad I got to wait till this week because Lena just chose violence all up and through this episode why is it 13 different storylines you can't even look at a scene for more than five seconds and they switch into something else it's just all over the place and nina is so nasty you out here looking for tongue and strap your kids is going through the most <laughs> terrible times of their life why is dre at the meeting with kevin and not you tongue and strap keisha needs intense therapy and you look at her crazy talk about yes when she asked you a question i'm, I'm just so over her uh, dude, uh, why is the mayor running around with no security? This has been my problem from episode one. The mayor of Chicago is not going in basements and dark corners and up on <laughs> rooftops alone. There is always security with Lori. So why dude, I don't have no security? And 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 Brandon's mom, where, where did she come from? Like <laughs> Lena, you chose violence. You're trying to power us. I don't like it. Um, the fact that you had six celebrities in this episode don't make up for this bullshit. We tired of it. This is not the shy. I don't know what this is. Anyway, I'm just frustrated. Um, I can't wait for y'all jokes on the pod. And um, I was saying last week that I don't know if you guys checked out Flatbush Misdemeanors on Showtime, but that's been my shit um, since uh, the shy ain't given us what is supposed to be given. But um, Hassan Johnson, a.k.a. Weebay from The Wire is in there. He is fucking hilarious. But anyway, um, yeah, I hope you guys are good. I really just wanted to chop it up with y'all because... Um, Lena ain't giving us nothing but violence. So um, I will talk to y'all soon. Peace to Rob Silva. So Flatbush Misdemeanors is a great show. I watched first two episodes on I Showtime. I hit, but if it got it's, a Sean Johnson on yeah, it. It's funny I mean, as hell. It really, and it's like, it's well written. It's a good ass show through a couple episodes. Um, We're going to get to this episode, so I'm not going <laughs> to. I agree with you, Shay. That's all I'm going to say. Um, so Shay being from Chicago is funny. I had a convo over the weekend with another homie from the shy who's also just as disappointed in the representation of Chicago in this show right now. That's what I wanted to hear from, like Chicago like, folks. Yeah, I, I talked to my bro um, Saturday. He not happy. He was like, this is actually like disappointing me because it started off so strong and it felt like Realistic. Chicago. nigga. <laughs> he was like, now she's essentially representing Chicago as 
a sex crazed drug fueled city with sex traffickers we're on, and no cops. We're on the kids who be shooting, man. Because I mean, that's what I see from Chicago, man. Right? All the murders and everything like that. That seemed like that should be a bigger issue because that's something that's actually. Well, no. I won't say that's no, actually no, no. plaguing, but like because hey, sex trafficking is a thing. Um, and, and I'm sure it's happening in every major city, including yeah. Chicago. We know what it is. Detroit, it's happening majorly. Um, but my thing with sex trafficking is last season was your season to write about that. You literally had a main character kidnapped. We don't know if the plan was to traffic her, but you approached the trafficking last year when they were looking for her. And now we're just now starting to get a character who's like, Man, we need to shut down this house. Why we didn't do that last year? Like, yo, we went over there looking for Keisha and we found out it's a whole bunch of women in there against their will. Why we didn't do this last year? Like, come on, dog. There was an opportunity to do this. Now it feels like you dragging it. Drug. Like, come on, man. It's uh, it's a lot. But yeah, we got a few folks from Chicago who rock with us and who are like, Lena, this 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 ain't it, baby dog. Like, I don't know what you trying to get across, but this ain't it. Nigga, throwing Vic Mensa in the scene ain't gonna bring your show back, bro. All right, man. We got another voice note from the guy Rob Silver, man. Third member of the podcast. Uh most popular member of the podcast. Yeah, man. Sorry, Macho. This nigga upped you. You got to send send a voice note in. That's your whole comedy show. Mm -hmm. How about that? All right, man, Rob, where we got some Rob at today? Rob on the stoop, man. Rob on the stoop. You got some, some pigeons and shit. Hey, man, last year Rob came siren soon as we pressed play <laughs> on that motherfucking fire truck, nigga. Um, I'm going to say Rob in the subway today, man. What's up, fellas? A few observations on this week's <laughs> episode the studio. of The Shy. <laughs> this just sounds and amazing. Jasmine Davis and Luke James. Do they both have the house in Virginia? The reason I ask is because they both look like they've lost a lot of weight since last season. Also, how big do you think the dildo was that the brat used on Kevin's mama? Doesn't Big Papa, Papa, and Maisha look like Biggie and his first baby mama when they were that age? And um, what the fuck is this damn podcast? Shit's horrible ideas. That's just horrible. Oh, I'm going to have Chance the Rapper on my podcast. Hey, get the fuck out of here. And Jake, Jake's supposed to be this hardcore thug whose brother and adoptive father are the gangsters in Chicago, and he let this dude half his size beat the shit out of him. And uh, <laughs> Jake and Kevin's girl, I forgot the girl's name with the afro, I, <laughs> early signs of dementia, but <laughs> she a hoe. She a fucking hoe. She a teenager. She's a 14-year-old whore he going from friend to friend. <laughs> Friend to friend. Um, maybe she gives Big Papa some next time. Anyway, uh, congratulations to Javante Davis. Got to give him big props for beating a guy much bigger than him. Yo. Impressive fashion. Yo. He took too many punches Yo. for my sake. But regardless, he took it well. Oh, and man. he put the dude to sleep. On to bigger and better things for the Baltimore bad boy. Fellas, peace and blessings. Talk oh, to you man. next week. 
Uh, yeah, the transition <laughs> into Javante Davis fight was fucking amazing, dog. Yo, that's a wild letter. I mean, that's a wild uh, voice note. Voice note, man. Yo, um, Rob touched on a few really interesting points. Um, Rob, I mean, <laughs> so look, Rob mentioned something that I, I, I texted you yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yo, Kevin got both his girls took by his best friend, fam. Maisha used to be his girl. So it was funny because Papa said in this episode. If somebody tried to take Maisha, they gonna have to get these hands. Like we fighting, and I said, "Nigga, you took her. You said that to Kevin? <laughs> like really, nigga? Like that's his old work. Both of my best friends not taking my old works, nigga. Like no, I've had two girls, and they both and they connected. both got took, nigga. We're not at a certain point. Like all right, now we have to sit down and have a real conversation. Best, that was your first kiss, my nigga. Well, no, no, no. His first kiss was her cousin that he liked mm. who hold him and was like, oh, my parents said I can't date anybody till I'm 16 or some shit. And then he was like, all right, Maisha, I guess I like you. And she was like, really, nigga? You gonna like me after you try to fuck with my cousin? Like, word. But then, like, what happened to all Maisha little siblings that she used to take care of? She mad available now. Was that her mom supposed to be in it? In, 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 in that one scene? Like, Can y'all say this is my mama? One, it don't look like her mom. At all. We saw her before. Yeah. And two, you couldn't even go to school because, because you, you were, were doing all yep. the extra shit. So now you got time to do mag- anyway. photo shoots and magazines and you have pop a little podcast and y'all keep going to fucking uh, Sonny's or what's that shit called? Whatever. Sonny's Barbecue. Oh, that's your image. <laughs> Literally. Um, all right. Then we got the uh, the voice note you just sent me from Curve. Shout out to the homie. See what he's talking about. What up, what up? It is Curve Gotti, a friend of the show of This Week in Culture. I wanted to let you guys know that this season of The Shy uh, is the best season um, in production as far as the podcast goes. Like, this is y'all best season of The Shy. Now, the show, uh, for this episode, um, I didn't get to get my voice note in last week. This episode, I'm, I'm fresh off the watch. Um... I, I want to laugh because of Kima. Uh, she must be contracted to like one episode <laughs> appearance uh, per season. Uh, but friendly surprise to see Kima. Um, totally random. Um, I did take a couple notes to try to understand this show. Uh, the best way I would describe the shy as is just a collection of scenes. Like it's not a show. It's no cohesiveness. Um, it's just a collection of scenes. But a couple questions for y'all, though. You know, uh, when, when did Maisha become a star? Why does she have a full spread in a magazine and a in a mag- uh, for being a rapper? Uh, Vic Mensa is his <laughs> character necessary? Why is he getting so much screen time? Um, Trig having a sex talk with Jake. WTF. Uh, Dre as a counselor at the pol- at the alt police station. <laughs> alt. <laughs> the bizarre police. Um, why did they need time to themselves as a couple when Kev just got expelled from school? Um, the big pun on pay us as black women for Lala and Tiff who just started a business last week and people wanted to pay him and they had to know they worth um, <laughs> WTF and um, why, the brat, why did the brat have to have a, a sex scene? That's it though. That I mean, y'all, I'm gonna let y'all do y'all thing, but 
a WTF, man. Um, that's it. The name of this episode is WTF Tongue and Strap. Hey, man. Debrat ate pussy with her t shirt and her headband on. Nigga. Like, it was fully clothed. Yo. And it was fucking wild because at the bar she had a hoodie on. So she took her hoodie off over her bandana, left the bandana on, and kept the rest of the fit on and ate some coochie. Like, I'm not, I don't want to get fired. I'm and they was, this nigga said, get fired. Then they was in the motel with the mirror on the roof, nigga. The ceiling mirror, really, with the pink light. Like, come on, dog. Kevin Mama ain't worth more than that. Like, you don't value your shit at all. Like, I've heard, so it's funny. When I lived in Atlanta, I worked with a lot of LGBTQ folks. And they told me then, like, yo, in our community, hookups is quick. Like, it don't, we don't take a lot of time. Waste. So, basically saying, like, if you meet a motherfucker in a bar, like, you might get wild that night. Y'all might go crazy. So I wasn't shocked that she that's, went that, home. That's a that's a that's the real I've heard this. I've they really told me that. Like you could meet a motherfucker tonight and by the end of the week y'all in a relationship. Cause like I, we move fast, nigga. Okay. This is not it. Quoting this, by the way. This is real I was told this by several members of the LGBTQ community. So I was like, all right, I'm cool with that. And then like I've seen that represented in shows where motherfuckers like meet and next thing you know, hey, we go together, nigga. So I wasn't shocked she went to the motel with the brat. I was shocked that she went to the cheapest motel on whatever street they was on, nigga. Like, if it was 10 motels, that was the worst one she could have went to. And I'm like, Nina, you have two children and a wife. And you let a woman from the bar take you here. And nobody paid for the Hennessy that Nina was drinking. This is because you minding other people's business. You... You reading text messages, mm-hmm. you don't know the context at all. You following people, fam. You, you saw, don't know the context, and you too scared to open your fucking mouth and, and just ask, say something. Just communicate. Just say, "Hey, wife. Hey, Dre. You've been gone a lot. I know you've been saying you're working and you're working out and all that shit. I ain't seen your six pack, nigga. So let's sit down and be honest with me, man, because I'm concerned and I don't want to start wilding out. Also. I also don't want to assume the worst. Also, I saw your phone. Yeah. I've been so insecure about this shit. I picked up your phone. I saw a text message from old girl that said, yep. thank you for keeping our secret. That fucked me up. Yeah. Now, I could be reading this to this shit wrong, but I need some 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 self. I don't like you keeping secrets, Trey. Like, I, I don't. I know I shouldn't have read your phone. I'm sorry. But to see that you kept a secret for somebody when I'm concerned about our marriage, like, what the fuck is going on? Like, if you got enough balls to get in the car and follow somebody, and then once they get home, confront them about it, why are you scared to confront them right then? If I call your phone, uh, and you, my wife... Mm-hmm. Not your girl, not your little thing. Your wife. On some Kevin shit. Mm-hmm. Because I'm friends with her, too. Mm-hmm. Right? So if I call my wife, see her look at my shit, Put my phone down and then hug my friend. Yeah. I'm walking the fuck over there. Yeah. And it's going to be some table furniture moving around this motherfucker. But on another, on the flip side, if I see my wife and my friend sitting on the porch in the winter, because it was snow three episodes ago on this motherfucker. So they sitting on the porch in the winter at night. And I see my friend break down crying in my wife's arms from across the street. Then I call her and she sent me the voicemail and text me, hey, I'm in a meeting. I 
might look at that and not think that that was like a cheating thing because they weren't in the house. I didn't see them through the window. They on the porch. She crying in my wife. It might be something wrong. Like, do niggas ever assume it's something wrong? Nigga? Well, she probably couldn't hear the crying. It just looked like y'all was holding each other. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. Don't follow your spouse. Talk to your spouse. Don't go to the bar and fuck the brat. Talk to your spouse. Nah, you about to bring home a whole another secret agent. My nigga. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, you literally just invited a whole problem. And then when 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 Dre broke down, she like, oh, fuck. Fuck. No, nigga. Fuck you. Fuck you. You went and cheated instead of talking to me. To your point, you had the balls to go cheat, but didn't have the balls to talk to me. You want your revenge, but you don't even want to have a conversation? Come on, my nigga. Come on, my nigga. So it's more important, like the if if the revenge the revenge is the cheat, the cheat can come before or after the conversation, right? And then, hey, if you that mad, like leave, leave, but or kick her out, or scrap. I don't know. Is that domestic violence when it's the same of y'all? I don't know. I'm not trying to be offensive. I really want to know. No. So I don't like the fact that domestic violence has is a, a man woman man woman yeah. where if two brothers fight. At home, that's a domestic dispute because mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. live in the home. It don't mm-hmm. mean man, woman. It just mean two people who live together are yeah. having a, a, a domestic dispute. But. Scrap. Do something, nigga. Talk to your wife. Whatever you do should have involved your wife before it involved the brat. Period. If you not Jermaine Dupree, it should never involve the brat, nigga. Also. Or Lisa Wright. Also. Dre, this your fault. Yeah, because the way you jumped out and said... You got cheated on because your dumb ass wouldn't talk. Jada got cancer. You finally said it. And shout out to uh, the actress. She I, she did a good job in that scene. I wasn't mad at it. But fam, had you done that four episodes ago, fam, your she, wife wouldn't be following you in the street. Everybody already know. Nigga, the restaurant know. Everybody Bro, know. Why come you can't tell your wife? Here's the thing I never understood. If the initial reason for not saying nothing was because I don't want to tell nobody till I tell Emmett. And now Emmett's been known. Then she did that. Come get, on. Don't say nothing. Give me a couple more. No. I'm not giving you to, no business days. Nigga. No, nobody I don't want know. nobody to pity me. Nigga, Here's the thing. Cancer. I'll tell her, babe, this was going on, but don't call her about it. Don't you, text her. Do you not trust your wife to, to keep a secret? Fam. Can well, you, now she can't trust her wife to do shit. This is the <laughs> fact. You done lost you know, that. You know how pillow talking work. Yeah. Yeah. And it. I know how the the term pillow talking always seemed like the niggas is giving all the information. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's quite it's quite the other way. Yeah, facts. I know all your business. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> like if. <laughs> but here's the thing. Here's why niggas get brandished with the fucking oh y'all be pillow talking, but women don't because men ain't actually out there talking about the shit that they telling us, nigga. So that's why, like, we don't get. I don't give a fuck if my wife came to me and said. One of her friends had cancer. And I said my wife, because I didn't want to say shorty, because I want to put some real life shit into existence, nigga. I mean, she'll be my wife later, but I'm talking about right now, at the mm-hmm. moment. Gotcha. But if if my wife comes to me and says, yo, my friend got cancer. Our friend has cancer. Damn. I'm definitely going to say damn. I'm going to definitely be fucked up. I might even cry a little bit. I'm an emotional nigga. But what I'm not going to do, if my wife says this to me, Hey, man, but we got to keep it low. Like, we can't say anything because she don't want anybody to pity her. She's still trying to figure out how to even handle this shit. I'm be like, all right, baby, I ain't going to say nothing. What you, how can I help you help her? Yeah, huh, huh. What you need. Look at that grown-up response. What you need. Because yeah. you know clearly she trusts you with this information. 
So wife, how, how can I help you? And again, just to be clear, because I don't like trouble when I get home. I'm only saying my wife, because if I say shorty, I don't want one of shorty friends to have to get cancer for this to be real. So I'm saying my wife talking completely fucking in the future, not real life. Because I don't even want nobody to get cancer. I hate cancer. Fuck cancer. Fuck cancer. Fuck cancer a lot. But how can I help you? Because they trust you with this information this sensitive information more than they trusted a child so listen man man um i tweet this or put on instagram every every couple months or whatever um whenever you have the opportunity be kind facts you always have the opportunity to be kind facts so that is really really important while in a relationship Mm -hmm. because if you're in a relationship with someone and you're holding a secret from them and you're mm-hmm. lying to them from that's not kind okay yeah um because you're not taking their their, their feelings in consideration. into consideration fact so let's just say and again this is nina's friend you have to be a human yeah so if you if you tell me your friend is going through the sickness and whatever but she's trying to keep it low then keep it low because there's a million reasons why again we don't the relationship be- with with jada and dre we didn't know that she was this comfortable with Dre until this season. But it's a million reasons why she could have trusted Dre with this only. Hey, Dre, you're a counselor. Look, when you, you were sick. We facts. Didn't, we didn't have a conversation. That you didn't say, Jay, don't tell nobody. Yeah. But I didn't tell nobody. Yeah. Because I know you and you're a private person. And, and, and I just felt that like. Unless he said, hey, "Yo, let 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 the fil- but let the pod listeners know, let the Whether let the pod yeah. or, or, or let the, the homies the know, yeah." If you didn't say that, that I'm assuming, yeah. that it's a secret, yep, or not a secret, but like it ain't. N- when I'm telling you, I'm telling you, yeah, and that's it. If I told someone else, I'm telling that person, like. But if I never said directly to your point, yo, man. You could tell whoever this information. Then, yeah, the natural assumption, and maybe that could be us just being dudes. I I almost always assume this is my business. I don't care a lot, right? I got a a lady friend, and she says that unless you tell her specifically this is a circuit, she shared it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, okay, now I know how to deal with you. Yeah, because now I need to. I'll be very, very specific with like, hey. Don't say nothing. Yeah. You can't say anything. Uh, Yeah. I, I just, I don't like assumptions before discussions. And that's what Nina did. That pissed me off the most. You shouldn't have gone out and cheated. You shouldn't have had the the um, passive aggressive attitude with Dre. Like all the shit she's, you shouldn't have been following her. Shouldn't have been in her phone. But all this shit could have just been resolved with a, yo, fuck, let me ask you where you been. Let me ask you, yo, what's really going on? I don't know, fuck where you been. Because you could say, oh, I was at the gym. All right, cool. That don't help me. Because at the end of the day, right? Um, I know people call it like women's intuition. This mm-hmm. and that. In general, when you are close with someone, yeah. it doesn't have to be romantic, doesn't have to be sexual or anything like yeah. that. Fam, you know when something's wrong. Fam, you know their patterns, their habits, you know the way they talk, their tones. I know when one of my employees is off. Yeah. And I don't even know these niggas in real life. At all. We virtual. At all. But I can hear on your t- by your tone yep. that something is not right. Yeah. I know when my brother was away. But when I when he called the the one I when he answered when I answered the phone within the first one second yep. I could tell what kind of mood he in nigga that hello tell you everything 
know soon as you come off that operator telling you it's a collect call, from, I can hear it when they say their name, nigga. When my pops used to call, and it was Tony, when he was hype, cool, we answering the phone, that nigga regular. When that nigga was like, Tony, it was like, oh shit, it might be something up with this nigga. Like, you just hear it in that, nigga. You know your people. You know your family. You know your partner. You know your your children, your friends. You know your people, dog. So that's the other thing that's throwing me too. Again, under the assumption that Nina and Jada are friends, fam, you don't think it's weird? You ain't heard from your girl in a minute? Like even shit like that. I'm wondering why Nina ain't said, "Yo, Jada, you doing alright? We ain't talked in a minute. We ain't hung out in a while. Like you straight?" Because I ain't seen you since uh, the high school reunion. You okay? Like, can we talk? Like, you straight? You know you could talk to me if you ain't if you ain't aight. Yeah. Now, granted, she got a lot of shit going on in her own house. She so. do. She do. On the flip side, hey, I got a lot of shit going on. I ain't heard from you. Dre, Are you okay? Dre got some fucking nerve. Talking about, you can't just check out like that. You know we... <laughs> Dre, you have been lying for 10 months, nigga. Get your ass back. You, might, you should feel like a cheater, Dre. Yo, man, we had a convo last week on a pod that really resonated with me this week on the episode of The Shy about, like, damn, how bad is Jada's cancer? Because she didn't just, from zero to six, this was two episodes ago when she said, or when they said, hey, we found a lump, you got cancer. Now this nigga's, I mean, I know the hair will start falling out when you go to chemo and shit, but I'm like- yeah, yeah, yeah. They said they had to start the aggressive chemo. We haven't seen her go to a thing, but I that's the assumption. Yeah, bang on her chest. Yep. So. And then the whole braid fell out. That was wild. But then it was wilder because I'm like, yo, your hair been wrapped up like you was bald. I didn't know that y'all hadn't already started the hair falling out process. And then this week we finally got a hair piece. But in general, she like now it makes sense. So um, now now it does make sense. Uh, we didn't. We haven't seen her go through chemo treatment, right? Mm-hmm. I forgot that they said we need to start the aggressive, so that's why she's been sick. It's not that the yeah, cancer, yeah, the cancer, done, yeah. It's been the chemo, which is why she got so quick, so sick, so quick. But it's like, how many? And again, I know chemo will impact your body immediately, but I'm like, damn, how many has she done? It's only been three weeks of cancer. Now on the well, in our yeah. view of the show, yeah. But this has been enough time for Keisha to have a baby. Troll and go back to work, which was also a time jump that I was yeah. concerned about. When dog, yo, all right, can we talk about dog? <laughs> can we talk about dog? He give me silly, he give me serial killer vibes. Yo, bro, might be so. It was funny. Um, he the give first me Joe vibes, <laughs> the first note I have on here is why the fuck was this episode called Candyman? And I wrote that when I watched the episode, as soon as I hit play and the name popped up, I said, Why is this shit called Candyman? Cupcake Man, maybe. And then when that nigga started talking, I said, he might be Candyman. Because you know who he remind me of? The nigga who kidnapped her. He giving me his vibes. Like, he might be the son. Nigga. Because one, where did this random ass nigga come from? Like, who hired this nigga at the fucking Salvation Army? Two, why he keeps saying he played ball? You don't look like a hooper, my nigga. I've gotten no... This was the first week I thought he looked kind of maybe tall. Even then, he ain't give me, I played in college and thought the NBA might be a thing, but I was stacking my money just in case. Really, nigga? Like, really? I ain't getting that vibe, dog. What money? Was stacking money from what? Nigga said, yeah, I was stacking all my scholarship money. Them niggas was spending it on food, but, you know, I was stacking just in case the NBA ain't work out. And I'm like, you stacked all your scholarship bread? So you stacked that $600 that you made in however many years of school and then... 
you went to work at the the thrift shop, nigga? Like, what was the plan, my nigga? But okay. He went up to Keisha and immediately said, Keisha, where you been? She was like, oh, yeah, you know, I took a little time off after I had the baby, whatever. And whoa, whoa, That nigga say, what'd you have? She was like, excuse me? <laughs> like, nigga, I don't know you. <laughs> like, What's that, sir? <laughs> <laughs> she was like, um, yeah, I had a boy. What you name me? Nigga. <laughs> but see, also, though, like, if somebody pregnant at work and they come back to work not pregnant, after they had a baby, you asked questions. Now I didn't. I didn't know that you get a baby for adoption. Yeah, yeah. Like, that yeah. was. I was. He was like, "Oh shit, I, yeah, I didn't know." So I'm gonna tell you why I wouldn't do that, and this is very specific to me. And so the first, no, the second full time job I've had, I'm in the kitchen. One of my coworkers come in there, and uh, I'm warming up some food. So I'm waiting at the microwave. She walks in there. And I said, oh, my God, Stephanie, you look so good, pregnant. Like, you're going to be a great mom. <laughs> I said all that. That's a direct quote. That's exactly what I said. And Stephanie said, I'm not pregnant. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, you look great after Man, that meal. <laughs> the sundress was poking so hard on the stomach. I didn't know that that wasn't a baby in there. That was some fucking taquitos, nigga. Some fucking... Uh, Takis. Literally, dog. Some hot Takis, nigga. I was like, oh my God, Stephanie, you look so great pregnant. You're going to be a great mom. She was like, no, nah, fam. I'm not. I'm actually not. And then she went further to let me know she was a lesbian. <laughs> Like she was well, like, that don't mean nothing. It don't mean nothing, but it was like to add to like, the and I'm not fucking. She literally Basically. was like, and I like women, and I was like, oh Stephanie, I'm sorry. Get the strap. I didn't know. <laughs> Get the strap. I didn't know what to say, nigga. I literally walked out of there and I never got my food out the microwave, bro. Like I was like, uh, okay, but all that to say, I'm not asking a woman shit about her baby no more because fuck that. But this nigga was like, that shit is wild, bro. bro. That really happened. No, and, I'm saying oh, it's like, dog. No, that we can't. No, you can't say shit. No, nigga, you might go to fucking jail. You're losing your job, nigga. But like, like what happened to Kevin? You getting suspended indefinitely. Like, what? What's something that you can look at a nigga and you can clearly say? Like, so, <laughs> but nigga got like a cast on his foot or some shit. Like, yeah, nigga, what happened? Uh, Nothing happened, Anthony. <laughs> like, what? why would you assume something <laughs> happened to me? <laughs> like, because oh, you got a cast on your foot. I was like, I was oh, should you sprain? Hey, did you sprain your ankle? Why would you think that? Because your ankle big as fuck right now. Like, and I thought you sprained your ankle. No, I look like your Achilles is popping out the back. I just <laughs> wondering if you had maybe sprained it minimum. I get it, because you know, uh, you know, some people are sensitive about their weight, and that mm -hmm. makes them feel the weight. But like, you know, that wasn't coming from a place of hate. Stephanie fucked me up, and that's what fucked me up too. I didn't realize her stomach was that big because she was not a big girl. <laughs> So should we never say anything about another person if they can possibly take it offensive? So we shouldn't talk. We shouldn't talk to people is what you're saying, which I'm actually an advocate for. I want to go through life doing that. If you if you see him run to see your man and you say, hey, man, you, you, oh, man, you kind of big out here. Oh, wait a minute. Whoa, like, whoa, 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 buddy. What do you mean? What are you saying? That's help, I started my self-esteem. What do you like? <laughs> what do you mean? I got big out here. Like, do you know what I've gone through? I'm stressed. I had a child. No, man. They came in here the other day, dog. And uh, it was fat. No, they ain't been here in a, in a couple months and shit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They came back. I'm like, oh, shit, nigga, check it out. You looking kind of big and shit. Because the nigga's shoulders got to be like, you know, yeah, like, yeah. like he been living weight. Yeah. But he also put on weight. And he was like, mm. like fat? I'm like, no, nigga, not like fat. Calm like, down, like, bro. Like yeah. you been hitting the gym. Like you getting brolic, nigga. Yeah, he's like, oh, man. You know what I'm saying? I, uh, 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 and he was like, clearly he was self-conscious about this mm -hmm. shit. 
I'm like, no, nigga. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, man. Riley voice. That's gay. Because, nigga, why you assume I'm telling you you fat? Nigga, nigga hey, nigga, you getting big. You getting swole out here, nigga. And, like, they young. They, they kids. Well, got I, you. I feel they kids because they, like, if I got 10 plus years on you, like, you know what I'm saying? You talk to the little, like, what's up, man? How y'all been? Yeah. Like, oh, shit, nigga. Like, you, I know he box. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He, he box at, uh, so I'm like, you know. Fam, if your man tell you getting big out here, Here's the thing, niggas will tell you, oh, nigga, you getting a little fat. Oh, I, we'll roast you, nigga, nigga. You fat as fuck. What's going on? Like, what's going down, nigga? You straight? Nigga, when I first got with Shorty, everybody was like, oh, nigga, you in a relationship for real, nigga? I was like, hey, nigga, hey, hey, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> this shirt fit like, nigga, I'm happy, nigga. <laughs> but niggas ain't going to hold you back. They ain't going to hold you up. They going to say what they need to say. We not, whatever. But to that point, when you talking to women, especially, it's best to just leave a thought in your head because you don't want to be offensive. Is that, is that sexist, though? Probably. But in this case, on the episode, Dog was just being creepy because <laughs> it got to the point where because he transitioned from. I say what's creepy is when you hit on her while she's pregnant. Fam. But here's the thing. I wasn't mad at him waiting till she was unpregnant to ask her out, though. I wasn't mad at that. But no, but like we felt the vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We knew what he wanted from Rip. Fam, you hitting on a pregnant rape victim because you know the story. Nigga literally told her, yeah, I know what happened. So you think that she thinking about fucking? <laughs> Nigga. Like, think about this. Like, You, you wanna, think she want to go out to eat? Like, come on, bro. She might say she want to eat because she's pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> well, now she unpregnant, nigga. And this nigga, like, he literally said, oh, man, I ain't know you gave your baby up for adoption. But Keisha, he screamed her name weird as fuck, by the way. That nigga said, Keisha, can I take you out to dinner? Nigga, like what gave you the vibe that this was the time, bro? Bro is kind of weird. I think he might be the dog son, the kidnapper, nigga. Because I'm waiting on Lena to wild out. Now, you giving the kidnapper a little bit too much credit. That nigga can't get no actual pussy. I mean, well, here's the thing. The kidnapper, nigga. Uh, but technically, he, never... he, got, he got another son, too. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I'm not laughing, but Yo. like if that, I'm, I'm actually episode I am 168, man. We out every week with this nigga. We got it. <laughs> oh shit! Dog. I'm saying like I was saying like you know he can't no kid, but clearly he, he anyway. I'm out of here, dog. Um, <laughs> on the flip side, <laughs> let's yeah, nigga, you fired yourself. You fired yourself. Uh, on the flip side, though, let's go back to the beginning of the episode. Because Curve brought it up, and we got to talk about it. <laughs> the episode opened with Brandon and Coogie Mama, dog. Sonya back. Sonya Richardson back. Or Sonya Richards, whatever her fucking last name is. She back. She shot Duda. Now, shout out to me for thinking that Brandon was a wild enough fucking... Hey, it was close enough, close nigga. Enough, we got his mama. Um, Never would have guessed her. So I'll give Lena that. You surprised Never me. Never would have guessed it. <laughs> nigga. I was like, oh, shit. You brought her back to shoot this nigga? But then it was like, you shot the mayor in the stomach on the roof at his event. I tell you what, fuck. Because you heard in the streets that he got your kill, your son killed? Because that wasn't in the news. Well, no. He, already, he knew what time it was. Her her husband knew mm, Duda. The facts, facts, facts. Was, yeah, yeah. But he was also kind of scared of that nigga too. Well, he knew what time it was, mm -hmm. and he was trying to tell uh, Brandon, Brandon yep. to stay away from that nigga because, alone. Yeah, because, you know because of all the other shit. So like when he mysteriously came a like he that nigga from the streets. Yeah, he, yeah. He know what time it is. Um, 
I don't like how they tried. They fuck with us, nigga. I heard a flatline. He for sure flatlined in the ambulance. And then they made it seem like he was dead. Yeah. I'm like, oh, shit. They yeah. I'm like, Yo, that, this episode starting off like. it. So it started off. Literally, it starts with they show last week when he gets shot and they rolled into showing the mom. And she say, yo, nigga, you fucked my whole life up, nigga. Really, he got both of your sons killed. Because Coogie died because he got shot by Trice. And then his neck stepped on by the one dirty cop that worked with the 63rd Street niggas. So, only thing I wish would have happened, shoot a nigga twice. Yeah, you got to shoot a nigga in the head. Like, if you really was up there to, to kill this nigga, she shot him once and then went into a monologue. I'm like, come on, bro. Do you feel like they underusing her? Uh, one, I felt like she was underused last year But then you remember she had got arrested in real life and shit So I was like yeah. alright maybe she had a little Or not last year season 2 pardon me Cause you remember, that was when she went to like Rhode Island or something Nigga they fuck around filmed this shit two years ago <laughs> like, like we only got you on the contract for so long So uh Yo you know I saw a saying? couple niggas um Say what that nigga Curve said Like yo I think she got a one episode arc Every year like They barely got her on this bitch man Could like, be could be Don't underuse Wire alumni Lena Like rule number one in TV You want your show to be great Use any Wire alum you have dog You got to But then uh, she came up there She shot him She walked away apparently And nobody saw her I don't know who the two people was That he looked Cause he looked Clearly in two different directions. So yeah, but we can't use details on this type of show. I mean, I, hey, all right. Well, erase that. Um, then Candy came up there. She found him. They got on the ambulance. He flatlined, but apparently he ain't die. I'm like, why y'all do that though? Yeah, because y'all was going through all that stuff. Then you was like, hey. then y'all switched the scene. I'm like, oh, y'all killed him. That nigga legit coded. I. It was funny too because when he flatlined, I really was like, oh shit, they went there. Like they. Mm -hmm. Said fuck it dude I did nigga And we ain't met his chief of staff Cause I don't know what uh, Jim and daddy do for real And then he told I told him thinking like, Oh shit he gonna be the mayor now It got to be cause Candy ain't on the staff He told her last week Bitch you out your fucking mind That's what he said He said it just like Bitch you out your fucking mind For a high second I got excited Because the if y'all would've killed him Yeah Made Jim and daddy uh, Mayor Right or acting mayor Yeah yeah um, then he don't want Gemma wrapped up in no bullshit, especially with no hood rat ass nigga like Jake. Especially when I, when I know Melvin Gray. What's up? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Did you see how he looked? Yeah. Is that yeah. his last name, Greg? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so that'll be uh that's so I'm thinking like you can go a lot of places with this, but you know, it, it did not it did not go that way. Oh man. Um how did name this episode is called Melvin Greg? <laughs> <laughs> then um they jumped from that. So all right. I said this on Twitter, and I've said this a million times, you've said it a million times this season. But I want to point it out again because this is where my issue has come with the shy. Because again, I didn't hate this episode. It, it wasn't the greatest, but it wasn't the worst to me either. My issue with the season has been y'all jumping through too many fucking hoops. I don't need... Yo, the big reveal was who shot Duda. And I'm glad. Shout out to them. I'm glad they didn't drag it over a million episodes because they could have they could have ghosted us yeah. and gave us some power shit. And they didn't. So salute. I also thought he was dead because like, oh, y'all going to really ghost this shit. Yeah. And drag this whole shit out and give us nine stories. But they ain't do that. And I was happy they ain't do that. 
But then I'm like, damn, y'all just gave us this big reveal. Brandon, Mama, and them killed this nigga in the beginning. And then y'all jumped straight into fucking Kevin and Jake and them. And I was like, okay. Like, I thought we was going to get like a dramatic hospital scene and maybe see Candy like distraught. Maybe see Tracy and Jim. Jim and Daddy, we don't even know how he responded to this shit. He went to pick Jim up from another little kid house. Yo. You got a 14-year-old daughter, right? You literally know that she's been upstairs fucking her now ex-boyfriend. Because you saw him on tape jumping out the window and coming around trying to play you and pretend he you came You saw him home. on tape putting his clothes on. And After then... he jumped out the window in the snow. <laughs> in a drawers and a t-shirt, he jumped in the snow and put a coat on. Came to your face like, hey, uh, uh, pardon my North Face, nigga. And y'all start talking about politics. And you never said nothing. And this is your daughter. And now you're going to pick her up from her new nigga crib? A, a trap house a trap house with the hood nigga who you know got adopted by the mayor and that's the only reason he even go to this school not because he's smart not because he no because he go he the mayor's son and I don't, I don't say this to be funny no 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 not at all you go to the hood mm-hmm. to a trap spot with a basement barbershop in it with a gangster and a transgender that optic wise don't look good and it's no parents there he's being raised by his brother and his brother girlfriend like fam this is a wild situation for your privileged daughter to be in yeah that's a that's a dynamic that i don't i don't need my children and i like they trying to kind of show him make some faces when he was there like this is a nice place you got here but it was like no dog that type of parent that they've shown him to be they wouldn't have responded well to that dog. And again, you know your daughter was just out here fucking her one boyfriend who was likable, who came from a home with his parents. Trig sit up there talking about he a good influence on her. Like nigga, that nigga yeah, said, I yeah, I bet she is, nigga. Yeah, don't take much to be an influence around here, nigga. I need some lights on. Think you got a crack in this wall, nigga. This episode, this this series is so fucking dark. Yo, dark and dark. It's wild, dog. Put um, lights on. Nigga. Hey, Siri, turn the fucking lights on. Back to the beginning. So Kevin threw a pencil at this nigga, Jake. He kind of caught Jim. He was staring at Jim and Jake the whole class. He threw a pencil at Jake. Jake ain't even respond. Jake just kind of shook it off, kept doing his word. And then Kevin said, so you going to ignore me? And Jake was like, ain't shit to say. And Jimma stood up, grabbed the pencil, and gave him back to Kevin. Nigga, why my phone was, was calling it? My, my phone just tried to call June and shit. Oh, when shit. I said, hey, Siri. Oh, uh, shit. Like, like. <laughs> um, so this nigga, Jimma got up. She went and picked the pencil up and gave it back to Kevin and was like, stop. Or no, what she told him, don't. First of all, I'd have been like, fam, you not telling me what to do at all. Me and Jake could talk it out. We could squab it out. You ain't telling me shit and don't hand me my pencil back that I just threw at this nigga. I'd have threw it at her. If I if Kevin was a real nigga, he should have threw the pencil at her. But he ain't do that. Like, you think I got enough respect for you to... to yeah, to just don't, nigga. Fuck out of here. So Jake was like, ain't shit to talk about. Nigga was like, you just gonna ignore me? So he went over there. He pushed that nigga out his desk, which I was like, okay, Kevin about to wild out. I, would, I don't understand how y'all didn't fight already. Facts. We wouldn't have just been soon at school. As saw, soon as I saw you... Uh, walking yeah, to school, nigga, the stairwell would have been a scrap. The locker, the you know. So then Jake stood up and was like, "What, nigga?" And Kevin did what Kevin's been doing since season one. Said, "Don't call me that." And he hit that. And Kevin do not like being called nigga at all. 
Shout out to whichever uh, parent ingrained that in him that wasn't him. Kevin left-handed? Because he don't want to left. Yeah, he swung the left, which is a wild start to a fight. I ain't never started a fight with the left. Mm -hmm. He might be a lefty, but he hit him. They got to scuffling and tussling, and then the teacher came over, tried to break it up. Kevin popped the teacher dead in the nose. You know, he you know he did a little elbow like get off me. Hey, boom. teacher kept going. I think it's a starting battery on the teacher. I mean, like I, I get it. We in a fight, but nothing yeah. about nothing about your job responsibility said that you can put your hands on me. It was a song that came out a long time ago, probably like ninety three, ninety four, and it was called "Let Them Hoes Fight." And in a situation like that, let them hoes do what they want to. Let them hoes do what they want to. Let them hoes. Let them hoes fight. Whoa, like they even bark. He said, let them hoes fight. Whoa. I'd have let Kevin and Jake just finish that little scrap. They was wrestling. They was, I know you the teacher, but fuck that. Y'all niggas is going to fight. I don't like that it wasn't no discipline on Jake because, Jake, you was fighting too. If we got a zero tolerance policy, that means everybody involved in this fight going to jail. Jake got his ass whooped. Yeah, I mean, Jake got hidden in, start scuffling. But he got the bottom. He he, he yeah, lost he, the scuffle. He took it. He lost the scuffle. But nigga, fuck that. You getting suspended indefinitely too. Fuck but he that. Didn't, he didn't throw a punch. He didn't. He didn't. And he didn't hit his teacher. Kev, you can't hit your teacher. Like, I didn't think I would have needed to explain that to a nigga as smart as him, but you can't hit your teacher. So he hit that nigga. Kev gets suspended indefinitely. All right. I know we don't have kids, but I want to ask you a question, bro. If your child comes home or you have to go get your child from school, they got into a fight, they hit their teacher, they got suspended indefinitely. When y'all get home, are you walking off on your kid before you said a word and saying, fuck your life up, life up if you want to? And then you walk in your room and you don't say nothing else to your kid. And a step parent has to have the talk with them. Because that's what his mama said. Man, I thought, I th um, bro, she said, fuck up your life if you want to and walked away. And that was all she said about her child. I, um, I was, I was, I was so confused with this scene, uh, for a number of reasons. One, it implied a conversation that they was having in the car, or I'm assuming. And the end of that conversation was fuck up your life. If you, I, I assume, I hoped that that mm -hmm. was, um, but like when, what is the relationship between, Dre and Kevin because Dre seems more fearful of Kev I mean Kevin seems more fearful of Dre of Dre yeah. and like not like making her mad or disappointing her like where did this come from like Fam. you knew or are we supposed are we supposed is Dre not supposed to be new the day I'm Vivas no, Dre is brand new. Because like, y'all will never make me forget about Karen. I get the it. Old mama. Ever. But as far as the ever. writing of the show, because they never addressed it. Mm -mm. It was just there. They was just there and it was married. They was getting married. And they, they never said that, hey, we just started dating or anything yeah. like that. It was just, we getting married. Yeah. So are we not supposed to act like Dre knew? I don't know, bro. I will say to your question about like, when did Kevin become more fearful and more just sort of like respectful really of Dre as the parent instead of his own actual mom um, or biological mom, I should say. I think it was the moment where I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, <laughs> like I feel like maybe because Dre seems interested in her kid in the kids lives, like she sits down, she sat down with Kev at the table when Nina walked away. 
like Kev, like I mean, so you mean to tell like he? This is because he was like, "What you gonna do? Punish me?" She was like, "Or no, ground me." She was like, "Nigga, we can grounded you before it ain't work." And then so yo, all right, this some shit I just Kevin be trying wild shit, bro. That nigga said, "So if I wanted to go kick it with Papa right now, y'all wouldn't be mad." And then as she said the shit that Curve brought up, she was like, "No, but only because me and your mama need to talk about some important things." So. Don't take my kindness for weakness. Fam, there is no situation in hell where he's leaving that house right there. And I know I don't have kids, but fuck that, dog. Kevin, you ain't going nowhere, nigga. You're not going to talk to Papa. You're not. I might not have taken your phone. You can call Papa. But, nigga, you just got suspended indefinitely from a great school that you at purely because of your grades. For hitting a teacher, nigga? And fighting your best friend? No. Nah, Accidentally nigga. hitting a teacher. I don't give a fuck. Accident or not, nigga, you in there fighting and you hit a so teacher. They have a, so my question is, is it a zero tolerance policy for fighting? That's why I'm saying what happened with Jake. Oh, no. That's why I'm asking. The que- or is it a zero tolerance policy for hitting a teacher? It got to be for hitting a teacher because Jake it, was involved in the fight. Because if it was, but Drake didn't, like at Cass, you get involved in the fight, but you can't throw a punch back. If you if you actively if, throw a punch back, you get kicked out too. Zero is zero though, and you was fighting. He ain't throw a punch, but you was in it. They they consider fighting when you fight back. That's cats. even in prison. This white people. Even if you get into a fight, if you don't fight back, you're not going to the hole. But if y'all wrestling, nigga, they snatching both of y'all up. You might not go to the hole, but you're getting snatched up. Ain't throw nigga. a punch it's like the NBA. They they did you throw a punch? Well, NBA niggas will never throw a punch again because they know the punishment, dog. Uh, but. It's so, so if it's zero talents for hitting the teacher, well, you know, this is a, I didn't hit the teacher. This was an accident. Yeah. The teacher grabbed me. If anything, I was assaulted by the teacher. No, that should have never happened. You know what that I'm saying? That'd never work. That'd never work. We black. We don't Because that. keep your hands to yourself. We don't get away. Even when I'm not keeping my hands to myself. That should sound cool. It don't work for us like that, dog. But there's no earthly way this nigga's leaving home. Period. Like, Kevin, sorry, sit your ass down. It ain't happening. You're not going to pop house. You're not going. Yo, shout out to everybody who said this shit on Twitter and shout out to me fucking remembering it because I have forgotten about it. And y'all niggas served me well. I love searching the shy hashtag. My nigga, Papa Daddy got arrested last time we saw him last year. Sure did. He went to fucking jail. But he got his church open now. A brand new church, because this ain't the same church they've been going to the last three seasons. He in a whole new building, and it ain't brand new as in new, because this shit was still old Somebody and Somebody referenced it in, a, in, a, in, a, in one of the messages. They was like, what happened to Papa Daddy? Fam. And it was funny, because I remember that message, and I was like, I don't remember what happened to his dad. And then when I saw it specifically, somebody say, didn't that nigga daddy get arrested? How you on here preaching? And then somebody was like, yeah, y'all remember I said that on the first episode when he was helping Trig and Tracy put the little shit together. After I said, yo, which, by the way, was at his old church, the one we had been seeing. But it's a whole nother story. This nigga just escaped jail or did he snitch? Because technically, nigga, you was taking money from Lena when well, she was running what, against Duda. But we don't know what he was doing. Laund- uh, I don't want to say laundry money. He was doing something. With, you remember he was taking illegal bread, though. He was taking money. We don't know what it was for. It was for some illegal. They ain't arresting you for legal money. But I, like, was you selling something? Was like, we don't know what it was. 
I mean, and we'll because never we never learn. We will never fucking. We'll learn. never fucking learn, and that pissed me off. But um, salute to everybody who pointed that out to us, because I was like, damn, I completely forgot about that nigga getting arrested. So um, after Nina does her best job at being a terrible fam, we love our moms. Me and you have really, really great mother son relationships. There was no way my mom's walking off and telling me fuck my life up if I want to. And not saying nothing else, nigga. I don't care if my dad was sitting there and he was willing to sit down and talk to me, nigga. Yeah, it's wild. That um, nigga Nina is really fucking Tasha up on this bad mother shit. I don't like, I don't. I, Shout out to Notori Naughton for getting the key to the city. I don't like any of the messages um, that were hitting inside of this episode or this season. I mean, um, we've talked about them every week about the traumas they keep exploring for black folk. Um, there was so much stuff that was going on in this episode that I think seeps into the subconscious. Yeah. And I, I'm just not cool with any of the narratives that they're painting. Um, I don't like how they did one. I don't like how they did Papa. Um, this whole Papa and Maisha yep. um, story arc is is useless. Um, this is the exact opposite of Papa. Facts. He has always been um, selfless, put other people in front of him, yeah. do all this. Now you've trained. He's obsessed with his unsuccessful podcast. Now you've changed podcast. him into uh, an attention-hungry uh, person. It's really painting a narrative, again, that black men won't support a black woman um, and are jealous of black women. Um, like, And you put it on the most wholesome character that you can possibly find, Facts. and we just are supposed to accept it. Facts. Like this is not Papa. So they started off having that conversation while he was at work. Apparently this nigga was on his lunch or something. I don't know. He was telling her, yo, I'm thinking about canceling my podcast. She was like, why? He was like, nigga, I ain't getting the listens I want. I can't get the guests I want. Half the time I feel like nobody's really fucking with shit. I feel him. Like, nigga, me and you do podcasts. You have times where you like, damn, man, I, I really want this shit to be on the level I see podcasts that maybe aren't as yeah, you, you, good as my shit, nigga. We, I got John Blaze shit. My nigga, shit is more John yeah, Blaze than, than that. Nigga, real life, dog. And like when you see other shit pop off, like you had a moments when I've thought that a billion times about this podcast. Every time I leave this pod, Shorty texts me and be like, how was it? And literally, my response is changing week to week because I'm like, eh, we was in our bag. Eh, we wasn't in our bag. Eh, I don't know how I felt about this shit. Even with this season of The Shy, I've been like, I told Shorty like two weeks ago, like, yo, the season is uninspiring. Thanks. So it's making me not as inspired. So when I go in here, I'm having to get hyped up. I'm not hyped. Like people are tuning in for the jokes. Yeah, man. Like, I don't like that shit. It's the same shit that happened with power. But the only thing with power, it was great for long enough that when we got to the jokes, it was still like. See, this is a double edged sword, right? Yeah. Because we do want to take the pod to different levels and shit. Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to lie to you and say I don't. Yeah. I like something when I don't. So, so I'm well, I'm not tagging Lena and all the other nah. shit because I don't want you to hear me. On, well, I don't give a fuck if you hear yeah. me shitting over this shit. But like, but I tag Showtime and that's it. I leave it alone. But when we first talked about the shy, I tagged Lena, Brandon, Emmett, writers, all them. My dumb ass about to say Emmett Till. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pardon me. But we tagged everybody we could because I want y'all to hear how we discuss in this show. But to your point, so something I do. 
just kind of on my own in my own thoughts. I imagine the day where our podcast is like where we go to that next level, right? Where our shit is distributed from a nigga and we getting paid for it, for our thoughts on some fucking Cisco and Eber shit. And I'll be like, am I going to be able to lie if niggas is paying me? Like if we getting that check, say for instance, like we talked about uh, last year with Lovecraft, like, yo, our podcast was light years better than the actual HBO funded Lovecraft podcast that was available at Sunday night at 11 o'clock. And I was like, yo, I know they was writers. So clearly they was biased when they discussed the show. But I'm like, nigga, we talked about that show amazingly, nigga, like on a whole different level. I got some shit to tell you, by the way. Um, speaking of Lovecraft, I just got uh, asked for some of our favorite episodes by somebody who may be able to get us to a level. So I'm going to kick it with you after the pod. But when I was going through some of them Lovecraft pods the other day, I was like, nigga, we wasn't, I'm, nigga, I'll tag HBO in that every week, dog. I was never like, I don't want to tag niggas in that because I don't want them to hear me shitting on they. So, so, so. I can't lie though, bro. So what I envision is yeah. a, a show where we do the same thing. Uh, like, People tell us all the time they only listening because we talking about because we talking about it facts and the bigger the platform and the more people listen, even though they they watching a bad show that's here us talk yeah. about it, nigga your show getting ratings yeah. because of us facts even if we trashing it yeah it's getting ratings because of us and people gonna watch this tune and watch the show so either you can be a part of it yeah and and get down with the fan base on this side or you cannot and like I even had somebody um. Shout out to the one time a month where I check my Facebook messages. Check last night. Uh, salute to Rebecca Coleman, she's an Oakland County judge, man. It's like her pop. She's a genius. Um, MSU alum. Shout out to her. She said, yo, y'all ain't talking about the shy this season. And I was I figured she meant the threads because she asked me on Facebook. So I was like, I've been suspended for a month. So I didn't miss most of the threads and shit. I was like, but they'll be back next week when I come off suspension. But I was like, in the meantime, check out the pod though. You know what I'm saying? Cause we talking about it on the pod and I was like, follow us on the socials, Twitter and Instagram. We talking about it there too. She was like, bet. But I thought about it like, yo, whatever the, the, the avenue is, people are depending on our opinions and our conversations when they watching these shows, good or bad. And I'm like, as bad as this show has gotten and as much of a, a left that this shit then took, I'm thankful that we still find ways to get in here, even when uninspired, dog. Because when you think about, again, just using Lovecraft as the example, nigga, we was hype every week, bro. Lovecraft. Um, nigga. Issa. Uh, East, insecure. Uh, what we just watched. Snowfall. Fam. Yeah. Dude, I don't think niggas know what it took. For me and Jay to not do that podcast when I got sick about the finale. I got sick the week the finale was coming, dog. We put in nine straight weeks of late nights. We was up here till two, three in the morning every Wednesday night trying to give you all the immediate snowfall pod. I got to go back and start uh, tagging FX and some more shigs. They got to hear what we was doing, dog. But we was giving you all that pod because, nigga, it was worth the effort. There wasn't ever a week where I didn't want to come in and talk about Snowfall. Never a week where I didn't want to come in and talk about Insecure, Lovecraft. And I'm like, the shy nigga, I don't know. I find myself just kind of having to like 
stop myself from being like, Jay, do we even need to record this bitch this week, nigga? It really is like, like, eh, we might want to just let the last four episodes pile up and then do one big one, dog. But it's like, nah, nigga, because our audience still wants to to hear what we doing, hear what we saying. But it does get a little fucking disheartening. So back to the show, I get Papa's point in saying like, yo, I'm kind of over this shit. I feel him. I ain't over our pod, but I'm over recording for this season. Well, that nigga, like, why the fuck you think these niggas? But you thought Lil Rel and Chance, the rapper, and who was the first nigga? Lil Rel, who's actually a character on the show. <laughs> By the way. <laughs> That's some inception like, shit. Like, call, call Emmett. He'll put you on because he his uh he, he his, owns the the, yeah, the restaurant. He the fucking actually. building manager, nigga. Um, you thought Lil Rel was gonna hit you back after twenty five DMs? First of all, let me tell him, if Mara Brock I kill has not hit me back after countless DMs asking her about where I could find love is. Well, see those DMs go in the other section of the DMs. Mm. I don't really, I don't, I don't be over there, or I be forgetting that they over there. Yeah, like yeah. if I don't follow you, yeah, then they don't they over there. Yeah. They don't go over here, and I try to unfollow somebody every day. Yeah, so. I just, uh, so then Maisha was like, no, nah, don't quit. Give it time. Like at first she was on her, you know, nigga, I'll support you shit. Then she got the text, right? The text that ruined the whole fucking shit. She started smiling at her phone. Papa, like a real nigga, was like, yo, <laughs> what the fuck's so funny, nigga? She was like, oh, this magazine wants to cover me. Why? Why magazine want to like interview you? From the freestyle you did on my pod? Is that because we ain't heard her do music nowhere else except for that rap, which I wasn't mad at. I wasn't mad at the rap. But like, did that freestyle blow up? Like, did my pod get a bunch of views off that? Like, because that would have made a little more sense for the conflict. Right. If it was, yo, you freestyled on my pod, it got a million views. That was the first time you rapped because I asked you when you start rapping, fam. So yo, you blew up on yeah. my podcast. So later in the episode, when they say where can we find your music, nigga, on my and podcast. he said on my podcast on Papa's pulpit, he wasn't wrong, nigga. That's where you heard it from. He wasn't wrong because when she was like, I mean, I would have gave him my IG handle. Nigga. Oh, the IG handle of the song you rapped on my pod. No one went to your IG handle before they heard you on my pod. Why do niggas want to interview her? Because she freestyled on a pod. Well, they said that. <laughs> I, she was like, I guess a couple of them went viral. So now they're doing a whole Vanity Fair? Like, come on. You getting a full model Vanity Fair Vogue shoot because your raps went viral, nigga? So this is the point where it I thought weird. that she was just painting like, okay, she's not going to. You're jealous of me. Yeah. This and that. And like, I mean, it's written in the show so you can see it. Yeah. But like, I thought this was a narrative that was unneeded. I didn't need. And here's the thing. We've said it from the beginning of this season that they needed to find something better to do with Papa and Maisha or remove the characters. Like, we don't. Nick, fam, we didn't see uh, we didn't see Waldo every episode of Family Matters. We ain't see Jazz every episode of Fresh Prince. You don't need these niggas every week if they're not going to provide some real context. Having this conflict between these two, nigga, and we ain't barely seen them all season, it's just unnecessary, dog. But she told Papa, hey, this magazine want to shoot me, do a photo shoot, interview, whatever. That nigga Papa said, um, I mean, congrats. <laughs> that nigga, he was like, I mean, congrats, you know. You like that type of stuff, you know. <laughs> then that nigga say, this is my favorite shit the whole episode. That nigga said, I mean, you know what? God has seen fit to shine a light on you, and I'm very excited for your blessing. 
Maisha say, well, you know, my blessing is your blessing. I was like, why they got them talking like 60-year-old couples, dog? These niggas is 14. Also, let's 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 be 100% real here. They're too big. Papa is Jaleel White trying to fit into the Steve Urkel outfit. Mm. Like, your whole appeal was that you was a cute kid. Yep. Fam, you gotta be 17 by now. Yeah, minimum. <laughs> like, the little, the little cute voices, it, it doesn't work anymore. You're, you're physically big, not like in girth. Yeah, no, like, nigga, you're, you're just tall. a grown ass man. Nigga. It was, like, it was cute when you dressed up like Big Pop. Yeah, yeah. Because you was a child dressed yeah, yeah. like an like nigga. You're big. Like this whole little cute, um, uh, uh the little. I'm I don't so like the way they talk. Stuck in the deer in the headlights. Yeah, yeah. Maybe if you just do this and we can like come on, man. You you're a weak, you you're a fake shyster and shit. Yeah. With your friends and like I don't I don't I don't like it. He turned into his daddy. That's who he turned into. Speaking of motherfuckers who I don't like, <laughs> this shit with Dom and Tiffany, dog. Oh my god. What was this about? They ran up in Emmett's office. He was eating lunch. They was like, yo, we got a meeting. Woo, woo, woo. I like how that nigga Emmett said, hey, SWAT, announce yourself, nigga. So what's up? Tiff, why you why you so in your masculine energy all of a sudden? Man. When man, did this happen? Man. Because this happened before. Like, It's a lot. It's a lot to take in. Is you, this is speaking in general. Mm-hmm. Either you forgive me or you don't forgive me. But we're not about to be in a relationship where it's always you and I'm always going to have to suck up to you. Yeah. And you can always be mean because of what yeah. I've done in my past. Even that scene, and we're going to get there later, but even that scene at toward the end where he's sitting on the bed and he's talking to her and he like, man, thank you. She like, for what? He's putting up with me and being patient. Da, da, da. Like, fam, why are you a Your mama got cancer, bro. Let her be empathetic to you one time, nigga. Like once in your relationship. Like she ain't gotta be this aggressive all the time, bro. And you ain't gotta fucking be this docile because you was a fuck nigga back when you was young, nigga. And I don't like that everybody Emmett interact with be like, you just getting your shit together. Well, my shit is together though. It's together now. It's together now. Respect me. Cause Dom said it. His mama said it. Dre said it. Tiffany said like, come on, dog. Oh fuck, fuck it, nigga. You just getting cancer. You ain't had it that long. <laughs> huh. huh. Like, come on, what I look like, dog? That shit is whack. I don't like. We just got married. Wasn't married that long. Little cheating ain't like we just got married. And I mean, I cheated on her just before we got engaged, nigga. Like, come on, I don't like the way they do Emmett on this show. It's starting to really piss me off, dog. It's bothering me on a physical level. There's only there's only one uh, self redeeming, so to speak, male on this show. Hmm. In this trick, yeah. And there's a very specific message as to why that. Why his character is the one yeah. who is showing growth? Yeah. Um. So Dom and Tiffany had a meeting with a rep from a cannabis company. Someone Apparently, they were in Colorado last week, and that's why we didn't see them. Because the rep said, and I quote, "We were really impressed with what y'all presented in Colorado." When the fuck did they go to Colorado? Emmett don't know because they he could, asked, "Like, are we going to tell Emmett?" No, he don't need to know about this. Fam, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm your husband. So then, here's the thing, dog. Here's why I think you and I need to be writers. It's certain shit in dialogue that I know most regular TV show watchers or film watchers they don't catch. 
But we catch all this shit, and it bothers me, dog. So they said, uh, well, Dom said, what's the catch? When the white lady was explaining, like, yo, you know, this is this great opportunity. We want y'all company to basically partner with our company because y'all do the fucking edibles. And so Dom was like, what's the catch? Tiffany was like, why, why it need to be a catch? Okay, y'all a little spicy. I'm not mad at either of y'all questions. Then Tiffany said directly, will we make more money? That's a quote. She said it. Will we make more money? And the rep was like, absolutely. Dom followed that up and said, oh, what well, a rep was like, absolutely. Mergers, mergers like this happen all the time. So y'all going to make money. I'm sure of it. This ain't no, you know, uncommon shit. Dom followed that up and said, you better be talking about that merger money. Tiff said, can I talk to you for a minute? And took her to a whole nother room, unprofessional as fuck, to be like, what the fuck is your problem? Why would you ask her that? Tiff, you just asked her if y'all was going to make more money. All Dom said was, you better be talking about more money. Nigga, y'all asked the same question in different ways. How, how Tiff mad? Because uh, Tiff ain't that smart. Fam. She's going back. You know what's so funny? It seems like Tiff is probably going back to that pre-Tiff day, the before we mm. knew her. Because she always seemed dumb, stupid, uh, ghetto, aloof. Yeah, she kind of regressing a little bit. Because last season, we liked Tiff. She was wholesome. She was the favorite last season. Now maybe, that's, maybe that's my ma maybe that's my toxic masculinity. Like, yeah. oh, you accept the wholesome girl, but not the yeah. free spirit. Nah, do whatever season, I want to. So talking about growth. Tiffany showed growth last year mm -hmm. prior to her and Emmett even getting engaged and all that. She was seeming like a very active mother. She was an active girlfriend with Emmett. She was working, doing her business shit. And she was telling niggas who was asking her to cheat on her nigga to fuck off. She was on her shit last year. This year, eh, you and Dom might be making a little bit more bread and that's cool. But you done sold your soul, it feel like, dog. She a whole different woman this character this season, and I don't like it. Um, speaking of whole different women, so Candy in the hospital with Dudai. The first couple times we see Dudai, he wasn't woke yet. Nigga was in a, a coma and he still fucked up from the shot. Candy was being all nice, kissing him on the forehead like Tay Diggs and shit. It looked like she really was like, I want to be his wife. You know what I'm saying? Until he woke up and started looking around for Tracy. Well, did he though? Because nigga, when for? someone nigga when somebody knocked on the door, it was a whole door knock. That nigga looked, and he, he was like, "Oh shit, here, Fam, here my girl come." When somebody, if somebody walked in the studio right now and knocked on the door, you gonna look? Yeah, but but I didn't like that she immediately. Now, if, went I look, like, if I look with a smile, you'd be being like, "Nigga, who you who you waiting on?" Well, anybody but your mean ass, <laughs> nigga. I was in a coma when you was kissing me on the forehead. Give me a kiss now. I'm woke. But um, when he finally woke up. Candy was like, yeah, the bitch ain't been here. <laughs> Candy was like, um, what the fuck she said? Oh, no, she had did that press conference. That was the first shit she wilded out on. And she told them niggas to get in fucking line and all that. Like, you talk to the cops crazy. Like, you're not a part of the. She like, if y'all hear anything, if it ain't come from me, it's not from the mayor's office. You don't work there, nigga. Like, I feel like a white person added the spice at the end of her statement. Cause that's like why no yeah. we don't need that. And she was like, if any cop doesn't like what we doing, you need to get in fucking line, my nigga. You talking to the police like that, and you represent the mayor of I, Chicago? I'm waiting for her to say that's on phone now. 
I mean, Lori would. If you're going to do it, do it like Lori, nigga. So she did all that shit. But you can't do it like me. Hey. But you can't do it like me. No. So she, Duda finally wakes the fuck up. He don't know what's going on. He explaining to her like, yo, it was Brandon's mother. She was like, who? She was like, hey, man, did you kill him? That nigga said, I had to. He was talking to the feds. I'm glad they clearly explained that. It shouldn't have taken a season and a half to get to that. But he was like, I had to do it. He was talking to the feds. If I ain't killed that nigga, somebody else was going to do it. Because he was out here snitching, fucking with the cops. Are we to assume that he also killed the two detectives that was on the show? The black lady and the white dude? Because what happened to them? Like, I'm I'm never going to... You got rid of the cops, but apparently you got rid of detectives long ago, nigga. Well, I mean, if the person to investigate that crime ain't there because the nigga did. Cause, but here's the thing, though. Dog loved Brandon, the white co- detective. He was a whole friend of the family, nigga. And it was like, I don't know. Explain something to me or why it's no detective investigating this nigga Brandon's murder. But because he was in Witsec, nigga. You can't kill a nigga in witness protection and don't nobody come after you, dog. That's not a thing. But he was like, look, man, it was Brandon. Mama, she shot me. I killed her son. Her other son got killed on some 63rd shit. Fuck it. I'ma just have to eat that and let it go, dog. I didn't die. God bless me. I'm blessed. And Candy was cool till he looked at the door when a nigga knocked. And then she was like, oh, you looking for Tracy? I never said I was looking for Tracy. I nigga was looking for Tracy. I just looked out the window. I just woke up from a coma, nigga. Motherfucker said, they ain't dyed my beard. Yo. Get your old ass on, nigga. That's my favorite quote from that nigga said. Man, I look crazy, man. I ain't even dyed my beard. You yeah. definitely waiting for Tracy. Shout out to Dude for being the first nigga to admit he be dying his beard, though. Because niggas won't say it. They get offended when you ask him. Hey, nigga, what you putting dye in your shit, nigga? Man, how you got a jet black mustache? I'm like, come on, dog. So, the nigga that knocked was one of the aides. He walked in there and was like, hey, Candy, here's some papers you asked for. Whoa, whoa, whoa. She took the paperwork. These was the papers that Tracy filled out to try to get some fucking funding. She took the papers. Dude, I was like, what you doing? That nigga say, uh, yo job. Why are you doing my job, my nigga? Again, do I not have a chief of staff? What is Jim and Daddy doing? Like, what's his job? What was the purpose of me being a mayor? If my wife just filling out fucking paper and no, I'm getting no. shot. Was the, what was the, was the purpose for the mayor for me to get in their position and then do all my illegal underground shit? Like, why was you, why are you the mayor? Why he run from? Well, no, because he wanted to be uh, the one black mayor from the 80s in Chicago that he talked about that he wanted to be when he was a little kid. Same way he wanted to be Carl Lewis when he saw him run in the Olympics. Nigga. That's just what he want to do. Uh... We talked about Keisha and the random coworker. He asked her on a date. It was awkward as fuck. Speaking of awkward shit, Trig and Corey Co- Ray. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah, yeah. Yo, <laughs> hey man, it's, yo, it's the, they built the exact. I'm same. fucking out, dog. Yo, to um, I don't remember if that was Curve or uh, or Rob Silva, but to I think it was Rob. Imani looking very skinny, dog. I'm I'm not gonna say I'm concerned. She got the monster or none, but just in general, I'm concerned with her health. She looks small, dog. Like you're an adult. 
That's crazy. Adult male. <laughs> That's crazy, dog. Like, uh, uh, I don't know, but she had the pecs out, <laughs> dog. This episode for this real. Nigga said the pecs. <laughs> I thought she had implants. I don't think so, no. No. That's just... That's she just, living her chest life, nigga. That's just... You know. I'm living my chest life. <laughs> I ain't bitching for... I ain't... <laughs> oh, shit. I'm going to get her on that. I ain't yeah. going back and forth. She got to hit up Lou. She got to hit up Lou to get her... Dog, I mean, one time, her. dog. She's tiny. Oh fuck! He tiny. Hit up oh Blue shit! Ass. Tiny candy. <laughs> <laughs> I see what they doing, nigga. I see the bars, nigga. Lena, you ain't gotta bar me to death, nigga. Relax, nitty. Calm down. Oh fuck! I, That's I think, great. I think this this time this this storyline is so tired and it's such a stretch. So I like, feel like uh, Imani's character or Imani wants Trig to shut down. Uh, uh, a sex trafficking uh, international self tracker because no self trafficking, no sex trafficking is local. She thinks that nigga's name is Trig Neeson because <laughs> she wants that nigga to go in there like Liam and That's, go crazy, dog. Listen, dog. Trig gonna get his ass beat. I'm not. I'm not always just a proponent, right? Facts. But fam, sometimes you just gotta call the police. <laughs> like we y'all looking for a way to stop this as if it doesn't already exist it's called the police yeah so unfortunately in your community and my community you're gonna actually have to stop a court you have to start let me say this if you're a civilian yeah you should be cooperating with the police if you got a sex trafficking ring inside of your fucking neighborhood yeah. or impacting you or just in general, you're not a gangster. You're not nope. a gangbanger. You're yeah. not, you don't do illegal activities. You shouldn't be harboring criminals and all other dumb shit unless that's your man's. But, uh, other like fam, cooperate with the police. Fuck it. My nigga, I just don't understand. And this is me. Um, I don't understand why you're mad at me every week. Like, here's, all right, I'm in a relationship. You've been in plenty of relationships. You've lived with your girl. When are we no longer mad? Because she won't unmad, dog. Like I'm not playing. So, so, so like, look, at a certain point, we have to break up, nigga. I might not be like, yo. Either we, this is serious enough for us to go our separate ways, or you're gonna have to get over this shit, fam. Because I'm not about to play this a whole week. You about to act like, what's the point? Fam. So it was funny. The first time I watched the episode, I didn't hear what he said in the scene that, that opened up. Second time I had the captions on. Not sure if you guys can hear that, but that's thunder in, yeah. the, uh, in the background. Yeah. No, I'm not fucking with no more rain. Nigga, I'll wrap this pod right now and go <laughs> home, nigga. Because I'm looking at the ground like that shit dry. Um, Trig said, oh, you working today? That's all he said. You work in the basement. This is an easy yes or no answer question. You look like you weak ass nigga. <laughs> she said, nigga, don't you see me getting dressed, you little bitch? I was like, damn, she talks to Trig crazy. She was like, shut up, bitch. Shut up, bitch. Shut up, Yo, bitch. <laughs> they really be talking to the men on this show crazy. Fam. And in this scene, nigga, man to man. <laughs> play to play. <laughs> you not just going. And again, I know this ain't my house technically, but it was my uh, half brother house. This is my, this is my house of Jace. Fam. Be clear. This is my half brother house. I'm running things here since last year. Watch that. 
Watch that. <laughs> Look, that nigga was like, no, nah, nigga, you see me getting dressed. Where the fuck you think I'm going? I'm like, uh, it's 9 a.m. You could be going to make breakfast. You could be going to the store. I don't know, nigga. And she was like, you could be going to get another girl killed because that's what the fuck you did the fam. last time because your dumb ass trying to do some street shit. Giving her a fucking phone and shit. Nigga, don't Go give her that to shit. the police or call some yeah. of those resources, the 1-800 numbers and shit like that if you don't want to deal with the police. But your dumb ass Regular nigga from the hood uh, is not equipped. Trig is not equipped to end no sex trafficking ring. And that's what's ring. pissing me off is that Trig clearly knows this, which is why he not fucking succumbing to all her pressure. Trig say that, but you know what Trig said? We need to act as a unit. Trig, y'all gonna go in there together as a unit and get shot, nigga. Y'all think nothing them playing? Can't wait. He not playing? Can't wait. Well, they go up in there next week. Imani getting shot. Trig getting shot. One of them niggas is getting Somebody shot. Somebody better get shot. If they don't get shot, I'm going to have to go after Luke James myself, nigga, and be like, hey, bro, I got to shoot you in your calf muscle, nigga. Yeah, that's a wild. This is a wild. It's wild, dog. But they made up. He apologized. He got all, I mean, babe, I'm just, I'm trying, but you know, I can't take down the sex trafficking ring. Not alone. We got to be a unit. Ooh, ooh. And she was like, ooh. yeah, we as a unit, bitch. I'm getting dressed. Like, she be talking to that nigga crazy, dog. Look. <laughs> Nope, I'm not gonna make. Nope, I'm not gonna do it. Never mind. Never mind. I had a man at the house joke. I'm not gonna do it. I ain't gonna do it. No, who wear the pants in this relationship? But no, in real life, <laughs> who does wear the pants? Cause she is running you, nigga. Like, damn, dog. Like, you can't ever put your foot down, bro. Like, listen, my nigga. I get it. Uh, and most it so sometimes this works, sometimes this don't work. But it's like this. You the man in the relationship. You do something wrong. Your girl is mad at you. Facts. That's how it goes. However, there is a limit to how that how far that shit can go. And like there's a limit to how far that, how bad I'm gonna let you talk to me. That's what I was There's thinking. a there's a limit how long I'm gonna let you do this shit. And there's definitely a limit on where you put your hands at. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I can be wrong all Man. day up at night, but you're not about to be slapping and putting on hand like no. And you're not finna be act like a nigga. Like that shit she said to him last week still pissed me off this week. Like, I'm still mad. Because I said, yo, what the, Trig don't be, Trig just mad at life. And that he don't, don't mean bother nobody, that there's going to be like some violence. That means like, no. oh, if this is the way you don't feel, well, you can do that shit by your damn self. Because I'm not fucking with it. At all, dog. At all, period. Oh, God. But uh, she talked to that nigga greasy as fuck. But he made up to her and told her, hey, we'll be a unit. We'll we'll figure it out. No, you won't. You're going to go in there and get both of y'all killed. That's what y'all gonna do. But have fun. Take Tracy. Get all three of y'all killed. Fuck it, nigga. Um, oh, let's talk about. I guess this was supposed to be like the part of the episode. Kev went to Papa Crib, right? He get over there. Papa didn't tell him. Oh, yeah, by the way, Jake and Gemma coming. I ain't never been one of them. And I got Maisha here. Can't do it. And we finna put y'all on Clubhouse and record this podcast. Yo, when when niggas say it was on Clubhouse, like yo, yo my nigga, you like you trying did, to make a mockery of me? Oh, y'all niggas wrote this in the pandemic. Literally, okay. literally. Pandi oh, okay. My nigga, right. y'all okay. thought Clubhouse is gonna be popping by the time this episode drops? It's not. It's not. First of all, nobody's on Clubhouse no more. Second of all, um, Kev was really trying to have a convo with his best friend. With Papa, with the with the one best friend that's like understanding and could give him some advice and shit, some sage advice, right? Papa, like, yeah, no, nah, that's crazy, man. If one of y'all fucking Maisha, nigga, y'all, we got to scrap, nigga. So I feel you. 
Jake and Jim will walk in. Papa like, now nah, I ain't mean to, you know, ambush y'all or nothing, but I really wanted y'all to talk. Pop on this Don King shit. And then he gonna say, I mean, every other time y'all fought, I'm always the mediator. You are. Why is your girl here and me and Jake girl here? Because if you was trying to do some brotherly love shit, me, you, and Jake would have sat down and talked your shit out. It's unfortunate how they deal with Papa's character. They make Man, you exploit your friends. He not this shady, dog. Come on, man. And then when they, when Jake called him out, like, nigga, you just trying to get some streams for your podcast. That nigga was like, why we can't knock out two birds with one stone? Yeah, two things can be true. Fam, two things can be true. I could beat your ass, and you can get your ass beat. Both are going to be true, dog. But first, everybody was objecting to the shit. And then out of nowhere... Jim was just like, I mean, I'd be down to sit down and have a conversation. Nigga, since when? 30 seconds ago, you wasn't with it, and neither was anybody else in this room. And listen, man, this is bad behavior. Facts. Like, I don't give a fuck how Lena or the writers want to write it to make it seem emotional or be like, hey, just because you start off with one thing, I need something different and this and that. Yo, all those, all that shit can't be true in a vacuum. Yo, this is bad behavior. This is just not how you treat human beings. Fam. Like, bad behavior on Gemma's part. Uh, Horrible. Bad behavior on um, on Jake's part. But for Gemma to be so, so, so quote unquote smart, understanding um, the interest, the, the, the intricate details of systematic racism mm-hmm. and um, student loans and all this. Uh, intersectionality of all whatever insert your bug yeah, blur here yeah. but you don't know that it's a good idea to talk to the person that you're in a relationship with and let them know that you're not ready fam that you're no longer want to be in there before you get into their and their best friend now i know yeah. again, we're talking about kids here but y'all have no problem first of all Gemma not a fucking child the way she talks and acts that's a 32 year old woman like period the because i know some of the feedbacks are like well you know they children and that i but y'all expect us to watch these these fourteen year olds have sex on screen? Facts to kiss on screen scene to be like, oh, what are we gonna do? Let's like oh, to be intimate on scene. So I can what makes you, you happy? Like like this is this is not good content. I don't want like this is not good. So we've been critical of what they've done with Kevin's character the last couple of seasons but this year especially they turned him into an addict she even said it like kevin i know i fucked up and and jake and i are both sorry but you can't be self-medicating and all that fan you said that on on clubhouse that i'm self-medicating and then she was like everybody no da 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 so they got into their little back and forth shout out to kevin for his response here this was fucking perfect i'm gonna play this scene or this little clip i've been a loyalty Man, you ain't always been loyal Jake, to me. I always had your back. You know that. You never have mine. You want me to have your back a lot. But I can't keep spending my whole life walking around supporting you all day, Gemma. If you were passionate about something, I would happily support you. But you don't care about anything. I care about you. Motherfucker, I cared about you. Did she let him with a I still love you? Fam. She hit him with a I still love you in front of Jake. Jake, come on, fam. Jake, you a hoe. Jake, real life, dog. And then hit him with the I love you and was like, but I wanted something different. So, Jake, you just got mad at Duda and at your school for trying to take advantage of you being 
the hood nigga that got beat up by the cops and da 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 da. But you're not mad at Gemma for only one you because you the hood nigga. Because that's what she meant when she said I needed something different. That's it. That's all she meant, bro. Kevin, I still love you, but I'm not the same girl you met last year. I know. We was in eighth grade. Now we in ninth. Yeah, you, th- you was 13. Now you 14. Yeah, nigga. Like, come on. Your fro was little. Now your fro big. We can do a million things that's different, my nigga. But one thing ain't different is you going to sit here and tell me you love me in front of the nigga you cheated on me with face who happened to be my mans. So guess what? Maybe you want something different. Maybe you're not the same person. Let's break up. Why would you go and get my best friend? Because you don't want to sit here and admit that you like the little hood nigga. And so so fucked up as after I caught y'all, then you went back. Y'all did like y'all came out like, man, that's some treacherous shit, man. Yeah, dog. I'm not I'm not like I don't like Gemma at all. You know how we be like, like we'll get on Dre head, we'll get on Nina head, we'll get on Tiffany head. These are all characters who weren't necessarily bad. I just kind of don't like where they've taken their characters. I don't like Gemma, nigga. Like if I see the actress that played Gemma, me and her got to sit down and have a talk. Because you're doing, you're dividing these niggas for no reason and then trying to justify it. Oh, I needed something different. We'll go with a different nigga at school. Don't go with my brother. Or you can be a 14 year old and just be. And just break up. Ninth grader. Yeah, you don't you ha- don't you don't need Finn, you don't need shit different at 14. My nigga, you just growing armpit hair. Calm down. You don't need the first thing in order for you to want a second thing. Fam, we're 14. You are a privileged fucking girl that goes to this rich school with a rich daddy. Everything you need, you can buy. Jake, I mean, uh Kev was right. Like, nigga, you want me to support everything. Every week you got to He said new... I can't walk around and support every spend my whole day supporting everything, Gemma. Damn, you like you want to support a lot. Every day you got a new a new 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 activism. Have you ever dated a girl that like needed like constant not just support but like feedback? Like they want to know like all day that you're happy. Like are you happy with me? Are you good? Are you good? Like do you have my back? Do you da, da, da. they want to be on the same page? Like damn, it's a lot. Nigga, calm down. Yeah. Yeah. Calm down, dog. Never did quite make it to relationship status with that one. Yeah, it's a lot. That's a lot, dog. I've I've been in similar situations where it's just like, fuck. You require a lot of my energy, and I could imagine as a because you and I have both dealt with our own personal traumas in life. I need some autonomy. I need us to be able to go on autopilot, and I, you, I want. I'm in my Tesla. I want to put the the little hit the button uh-huh. and do self drive. Put that bitch on autopilot, nigga. Would you? I am required to keep my hands on the wheel at all yeah. times, and that gets frustrating. Kevin has gone through a lot. We've discussed that nigga's PTSD a billion times. Gemma is not a dumb girl, so she and she's not again. She's not an immature fourteen year old in the sense that she doesn't get it. Because when you're talking about saving the fucking world from white people, you get it. You know what's going on in the streets. You're not dumb at all. Have a little sensitivity. Even if you don't want to be in this relationship no more, be sensitive enough to know that, yo, I can't be with this nigga's best friend. I can't cheat on this nigga with his best friend. And then once we get caught cheating, fall into it like, fuck it, all is well. Double down. All is well. Double the fuck down. Stood on her stance, nigga. How you stand on that position like that? And then look at Kevin like he crazy. Jake's such a hoe. Jake, and you notice in that scene, Jake ain't say shit. He didn't say nothing. The whole podcast. He had zero to add to that shit. Such a hoe. That's when you know you a hoe when you don't got shit to say, dog. 
Fucking hoe ass niggas. So Kev got up, he stormed out. Last time we talked, he got punched in the eye. I mean, punched in the eye. Cause don't call me a nigga, bro. I told niggas, I told Brandon that. I told somebody else that Kevin don't like being called niggas. So don't start. Did he tell Ronnie that before he I shot think him? he might have told Ronnie that. Don't call me no nigga. Pow, pow, pow. <laughs> nigga, two to the stomach, nigga. Now you know he half dead. <laughs> 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 One shot, two times. <laughs> <laughs> two shots, one time. <laughs> Let me see you drop to the ground. <laughs> Yo. Doom. Yo. Oh, man. Oh, man. Hold up. No, nah, because it ain't the that Papa far. The pop slide. <laughs> no, nah, because it ain't that far. This is something new. The Casper Slide Part 2 featuring the <laughs> Platinum Band. And this time, we're going to get funky. funky. That nigga who don't like when we drop music in the middle. Hate that part. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Um. Oh, and then hold up. Kev got up. He stormed out. Spin again. Spin <laughs> the block. <laughs> <laughs> One shot this time. Boom. Two, Two shots, shots this time. time. Pow, pow. <laughs> Hands on your knees. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody get the crowd. <laughs> oh shit. Oh man. So Kev got up and stormed off. He said, fuck this and threw Papa headphones, <laughs> which I like. Because, Papa, you're a whole-ass nigga in this scene also. And Papa was a whole-ass nigga throughout this episode. And to your point, I hate that they made him into a whole-ass nigga. Because they literally just made him do this. Because, fam, why, Papa from three seasons ago would never Papa was, put his friends out there or exploit them to get his numbers up on He was podcast. talking to Keisha. With, 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 with sense and reverence and Fam, you know what I'm saying? No, he was talking to Keisha with sense and reverence, but one thing he said to Keisha made zero sense because of how he said it, or when he said it, rather. That nigga Papa talking to Keisha, she came to church or whatever. <laughs> Dog, I'm trying to find the exact shit. Because that nigga Papa said, he said something like, Moses' parents sent him up the Nile to save him from danger. Fam, how did we get there? He was like, you see how he turned out. Papa, we literally weren't talking. You said, hey, Keisha. I said, hey, Papa. And you said, you all right? Yeah, I'm good. You all right? Yeah, I'm fine. Well, see, I, Moses' parents sent him up to now. Nigga. So I think, he, I, well, I'm going to give him, I'm going to shoot him some bell, right? So I think he saw the concern in her face and she was leaving church. Not because church wasn't over. Um, but she probably heard something that kind of, you know, upset her. And he was like, hey, I know you're probably dealing with you giving your baby away, essentially, and not knowing how that's going to work out. And he was like, well, look, Jesus, your baby can end up being Jesus because I, 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 I respected hey, the analogy. Ask me what's up before you tell me <laughs> that Moses' parents sent him up the Nile <laughs> and put him in a basket. So I know Moses and Jesus got the exact same story, by the way. Facts. It's the exact same story in the Bible. Yeah. I mean, well. I feel Besides like they're dying and coming back at the end. Yeah, yeah. No, they're they're childhood stories, yeah. nigga. Um, I feel like Moses had a better basket though. <laughs> like he was in a better basket. You know what I'm saying? Jesus' parents had him at the Momo. At the end. Yo. Motel, motel. When I grew up. Hey, Zeus. So I lived in two motels right off Eight Mile, right? One off Aiden Greenfield, one off Aiden Telegraph. Um, the Aiden Greenfield boy's still there. I used to be like, Jesus' parents had him living at the end. So I thought it was cool that I lived at the motel, nigga. It's wild what you'll do when you're trying to remember that you're poor and you try not to be sad about it. I told a nigga, like, look, man, don't be so mad. Jesus ain't know his real daddy either. Facts. Facts. He didn't. 
<laughs> yeah, that nigga Joseph was a wild boy. <laughs> Cause he really was like, <laughs> Yo, I said this. Yo, years Joseph ago. was like, I believe you. <laughs> like, yo, that's a hard sell, my nigga. Yo, Joseph was tricked. Like, <laughs> like you don't just, think that's a hard sell though, nigga? That is the hardest sell of ever. You're not just finna tell me you a virgin. Ain't, ain't no Jesus yet, right? The Bible story don't exist. We no, don't got the Messiah. No, it yet. was real time. So you mean to tell me, like, side note, this kind of fucks up the story and everybody' relationship with the Bible. Yeah. But virgin didn't mean what we think it means. It mm-hmm. just meant like unmarried. Uh, so that didn't mean she didn't have sex. But we act like this, yeah, immaculate conception shit. <laughs> You know how words go, man. Yeah. But let's just take it for 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 how it was presented to us. Yeah. Ain't no way in the hell I'ma be with this woman. Fam. You know, how to how to clean say, you know, good and goddamn well. Ain't no way in goddamn hell. You 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 remember uh season one, Tiffany, as a single mom? Let's call her Mary, because <laughs> it'd have been the same story, dog. You're not finna tell me that you just woke up pregnant, nigga. Like I'm not going for that in uh, 1400 BC, nigga. The biggest 180 on this show is Emmett and uh, Tiffany's relationship. Fam, it's night and day. He hated her. Didn't couldn't want. Her. Couldn't. Now it's the other way around. And here's the thing. Last year, again, it's wild that I'm referencing season three as like the better version of the show or like a better approach to the show. But last year, she had her shit together. Tiff, clearly an attractive girl. She was moving different when it come to Emmett and a son. I got him wanting to be with her and maybe try it out because, hey, we are a little older. I'm trying to handle my business different. I'm not the same young hustling nigga. Now I'm trying to move different. I got him trying to be with her, dog. But this season, he's literally just turned into like, like she just be talking. Like even when they went to go see her mom or his mom, pardon me, and they was over there. They had the son over there. He's still wearing his hat. Shout out to the Finally son. Finally, see the son again. Yo, um, did you? This is was wild that we barely see the son. <laughs> did you know that the son is a twin, and both of them be on here on some Mary Kate and Ashley shit? No, I did not know that. They and they both wear hats. <laughs> The heads pause. They probably got a different size heads or some shit. What what the they call it? Probably covered up. No, what they call it back in the day? Like them niggas got a soft head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like something is wrong, man. Shout out to them kids. But um, so they go to see Jada and shit, and they talking, and the whole convo was just like, all right, maybe this was my issue with this scene and just with Tiffany's presence in this episode in general. I don't like how she wasn't there last week when Emmett found out. And never, we never saw her console him, never saw her be there for him, never saw her be a wife. And then all of a sudden, she just back and they talking bullshit as usual. You just kind of like, hey, how, how's uh, whatever that nigga name is? Yeah, like what? How suede? Meek Mill. Like, nigga, you hooked her up with this nigga. You fucked that nigga. Bitch, you fucking him. Is that a Tyler Perry wig you got on? I don't know what's up with Meek Mill hair. I'm be honest. I don't like it. I'm going to just say that. I don't like it. I'm not a fan. Like, everything happening in that nigga hair is, like, different. I'm not a fan. Um, Jada was like, oh, he told me he loved me. And did you say it back? Emmett said the really shit ever, though. (laughs) You don't need to say that shit back just because he did. True talk. A girl ever told you they love you and you ain't say it back? Yes. How'd that go? Uh... We had sex. 
<laughs> no, man. It's a Negative. great episode. <laughs> 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 oh shit! It's oh, long, that was long, fucking long, long, long time ago. Long time ago. Long, long time ago. Um, <laughs> speaking of fucking sex, man, Jake talking to to Gemma, right? She's sitting on his lap. He said, and I quote, "Kevin, my brother, I love that nigga for real, but I can't live my life for that nigga. I got to do what makes me happy." That's nigga, you literally never wanted his girl until she gave you some play. She wasn't what ma- it ain't like y'all talked about Emma and then Kevin got her, and the whole time you were sitting back like, "Damn, I want her to be with me." You hated her. Jake literally said, and I quote, "I hate that bitch." So shout out to one of uh, um, somebody I still content from. She called this shit from the very very beginning, mm. like when they very first started talking. She was like, he liked her. Mm. Like she on co- that childhood shit. Yeah, like yeah. that's why he act like he hated her so much. He probably liked her from the very start, and he's been jealous of 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 um of uh Kevin that whole time. I, I hate like her. It. I don't why, like. It. Why y'all spending so much time with her? You really love her. I can't <laughs> tell no bitch. This. Temptations voice. Why you always on the road? <laughs> I don't like that. All of a sudden, Jake is acting like like Kevin being with Gemma. A was, deaf mute. Well, that too, but I don't like that he's acting like he was being like victimized by Kevin being with Jake and or Kevin being with Jim. And now that he got her, Kevin should understand. Like, nigga, no. Why, why would you be living your life for Kevin? What, like, how? I can't keep living my life for that nigga. I got to do what make me happy, nigga. When did Gemma make you happy, though? Even if you did like her and you was doing the whole like I'm talking shit to you, because that's what kids do, right? Like, but when did she make you happy, though? Like, y'all never even had that interaction that showed, like... You niggas ain't never talked. Fam, other than you saying, man, I hate that bitch. Kevin, you going out with her? Why? Ugh. Like, shit like that. Like, her and Jim, him and Jim probably don't, like, talk, have a conversation. No, apparently she just wanted some... Uh, what, what did um Brandon Tiffany not... I can't remember her character's name, but... Tiffany Boone, the actress that was Brandon's girlfriend. What what did her girl Jerica. say? Jerrica. Uh, Gemma wanted some thug dick. You remember that episode? <laughs> when Jerrica Homegirl was like, yeah, she want that big old thug dick. Man, that was a really good seasons, man. Season two was great. It was like realistic. It shit. was great. And that even that scene with the friends around, like we learned these characters, dog. Now they just throwing shit at us, nigga, from all over. But, um... Jake told her he got to do what make him happy, and then she Brandon said... Brandon was dirty, hitting his boss' wife, though, man. <laughs> Yo, that That's was wild. wild. But then his boss was dirty for stealing his recipe and winning that little competition they was in. <laughs> I mean, turnabout's fair play. I mean, I had to get it in, nigga. And his boss literally said... After Brandon had to get it in. <laughs> his, facts. His boss legit said to him, That's for fucking my wife. I'm not mad at it. I stole your soul food recipe, nigga, and I'm, I cooked it better because I'm a Michelin star chef, nigga. Fuck out of here. Um, now you got a food truck, <laughs> taco truck. <laughs> nigga went from <laughs> slicing up caviar and whatever. At a Michelin restaurant, and now you got a taco truck. And now you did. <laughs> <laughs> Pow! One to the head. Yo, now, now you know, know he, he did. did. Yo, niggas that, start selling niggas. A nigga who sells yo, sneakers. Because niggas start selling niggas. <laughs> it's funny as fuck. Oh man. Cause it's not. All right, wait, that's not funny. That's slavery. My bad. All right. 
Anyway, we out. Sex trafficking. We out. We out. Right. Facts. Under the radar. Um, Jake and Jim will fuck because apparently that's what makes Jake happy. <laughs> she said, "What is it that makes you happy?" <laughs> that nigga was like, "It's pussy, nigga." We just so casual watching children have sex, dog. Fam, why? So one thing Kevin said during that scene when he was filming the, or recording the podcast. He looked at Jake and he said, dog, if you just wanted a, a homie hopper, you should have said something. Jim, I don't know that you're not looking like a homie hopper right now, dog. I don't know what else I would classify you as right now. You went to the best friend behind his back. That's what it is. And you're fucking like you ain't just like, oh, I, I'm I'm with the mayor's child. Like you ain't. You know what I'm saying? You're fucking. Don't nobody want to be what they actually are, though. Nope. If I call you what you actually are, you're offended. Fam, you hopped from me to my homie in a year, and you told me I'm not the same girl I was last year. A year? Nigga, a week. Well, I'm saying you was with me last year, now you with this nigga. But yes, timeline, it was a fucking week. Um, But last year, it's like it was snow outside, and it's still snow outside. So last year could be from November to January. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what last year is. Well, no. How the fuck was it snow out? Remember, it was snow outside when uh, when uh, Keisha and then went to the store after she came home. Uh, the whole family went outside. Uh, Keisha and Kevin went to the store. Um, oh, when they was jogging and shit. Yep, yep, yeah. Yep, yep. It was cold outside because mm-hmm. they did a winter montage. This year is cold outside. Yeah, no. The pregnancy Chicago only, was twelve winters. Man, the pregnancy only nine months. No, it's twelve winters. Uh, Ten months gestation. You know what I'm saying? But no, it's it's twelve fucking winters. Nigga, we'll never ever see summer in Chicago again. Which is also wild because two seasons ago it was hot and it was sweltering and Ronnie was opening the fucking fire hydrant on the block and shit for the kids. Like it was a whole different. Taste I'm like of Chicago is the taste of Chicago. I'm like, is this? Is the change in the weather like? Are they trying to lend to why it's so dark? Remember, it was about housing and and, and all the other. It shit. was about like themes. It had themes. But Remember when when the show had themes? That's crazy. Themes is wild. Um, let's talk about. Let's go back to Duda and Tracy, man. So after Candy assumed that that nigga Duda was looking for Tracy when the door knocked because you can't look at who at the door when you in the hospital and came out of coma. Tracy came to see that nigga. He was like, <laughs> so anxious. He, he was like, oh man, I, I'm, I, I never, I'm surprised to see you here. I ain't say, I ain't dyed my beard or nothing. That's still, that's the greatest shit he's ever said. I just want to keep pointing that out. And then she goes, yeah, that's, that's cool or whatever. But, um, this is some papers I filed to get additional funding for my group and they got denied by the mayor's office. And he was like, uh, you know, I got shot, right? I I haven't done any work, so I don't know who denied it. Like, I can look into it maybe. You know, I could maybe reverse it because I'm the mayor. That's the crazy part. I am the mayor. You in here with me right now. She was like, do you believe in any of this work that I'm doing? Or did you just want me to fuck you? As Jay says, two things could be true, nigga. Um, Would you have fucked me if I didn't give you $5 million? Fam, because you wasn't even calling me back till I said I got the $5 million. It worked both ways, nigga. I'm literally in the hospital that you came to visit me in. I ain't signed nothing. And nigga. he act like he a deaf fucking mute too. Uh, uh, nigga, say that was my wife. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, because he looked like, oh, shit, Candy did that. Nigga, speak out loud, dog. Like, say it. Wait, huh? 
So then he had Trig and Imani come pick him up from the hospital. This shit is wild. Which was wild as fuck. Because apparently that nigga has, uh, to to the point of the, the voice note, no security. Um, no fuck. Shout out to Shay Jones because she know what Lori doing, nigga. The mayor got no security. Nigga, I've been in the fish spot with Kwame. And Kwame's security came in 10 minutes before Kwame did, nigga. So they had to clear the building. And my mama said she wasn't leaving until we got our fucking order. And Kwame came in like, what the fuck is taking y'all niggas so long? And they said, Mayor, this nigga and his mama won't leave. And my mom was like, uh, nigga, I placed the order. I ain't going nowhere. And Kwame said, you know what? I got their order. Go on and put a uh, sweet potato pie on their shit, too, by the way, nigga. Shout out to Kwame for doing something for me in my life. Um, Then uh, Imani pull up in there. Mm-mm. <laughs> it's mm-mm. <laughs> but... <laughs> Oh, loyalty ain't free no more. Yo, nigga, it ain't loyalty then, fam. That nigga, dude, no, I trust said, ain't free, dude. I said, because Trig asked a very obvious question when they went to pick that nigga. Trig said, "Why your wife ain't here?" <laughs> and that nigga, dude, I said, "I can't trust nobody but y'all." Why the fuck do you trust these two niggas, dog? Like. A nigga who hates your gang and hate you. And I killed your brother. Who brother you killed, who little brother you adopted and he took back because he hate you and he know your background and his girl. And you, you trust him. And you forced me to work for you. Fam, you literally threatened him with, you know, I paid for this barbershop. Nigga, put some brighter lights in this motherfucking end since you paid for it. Why you trust these two over anybody else in Chicago, nigga? So they was like. What big Mike at? Man, Big Mike was the. You remember Big Mike was on one of them episodes when Vic Mensa first came out. Yeah, why don't you trust that nigga? And nigga, Big Mike may be the only nigga to trust on here. All he cared about was sixty third, nigga. Because even when Trice got killed, that nigga rolled right over to Reggie. Like, all right, I guess you need the leader now. That nigga, Imani say, well, trust comes at a cost. This time, I'm gonna need you to do something for me. Let me guess, you want, you us want to him to shut, shut the fucking house down, Imani? How many people need to tell you that that's just not how that works? Imani? Koi? Um, once this place shuts down, there's going to be another one that opens up. Yeah. It's sex trafficking. It, it unfortunately will not stop when you shut this house down. I'm also wondering why you didn't just shoot Nuck in the fucking head when he was at the store with old girl. And it was just them two. It wasn't like he was with the gang. Like, you could have shot him, and you and old girl could have left. You know what I'm saying? Nuck and a whole gang. If he gets shot, nobody's going to be like, oh, who shot Nuck? Nuck, if you book. Yo, shout out to the Atlanta Hawks for having a crime mob come perform that at halftime yesterday. That was really some Atlanta shit. I appreciate it. Oh, I thought Soldier Boy was going to bring him out. He'd have had a better fucking uh, versus had he done that shit. Um, Papa went to the Maisha photo shoot. This shit is wild. Man. They went. She was on. She get interviewed by shit. Sydney Star. You familiar with Sydney Star? Oh, that's the chingy nigga. I mean, the chingy yeah. uh, uh, person. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. One who got chingy uh, together? Sydney Star is interviewing her. We never heard what magazine this was. Um, and she was like, "Where can we hear some of your music?" That nigga Papa said, "Papa's pulpit." Maisha just turned and looked at the nigga like, uh. So then later they go out to eat. She bought him dinner. 
don't passive aggressive have a convo with me. Like, cause Papa was like, yo, I appreciate you treating. She was like, yeah, it's okay for me to treat you sometimes. He was like, yeah, queen shit. And then her next statement was, so why'd you tell them that your podcast was the only place to hear my music? Papa got a job. He Papa works, works at the restaurant. Job. We can get free food. He also gets free food Facts. for Maisha. Don't act like you out here doing me no fucking favors because you bought me a meal. I get you free. I get you breakfast and lunch for free. And nigga, it looked like they had barbecue plates. So it looked like she bought meals at work, nigga, at my job. But um, she was like, nigga, why you say your, your podcast name when they asked me about where my music is at? Because that's where they found you at, nigga. I'm, was, I discovered you. That nigga Papa was like, oh, man, you know, I thought when you shine, I shine, nigga. I thought that was good. And she was like, nigga, yeah, but uh, you ain't. Oh, what'd he say? He said something like, um, or she was like, I don't want to be in your shadow or some shit. But it was okay when I was in yours? Yeah, yeah, that's what he said. I don't want to be in your shadow. She said it was okay when I was in yours. He was like, look, I don't want neither one of us to be in no shadow. Nigga. You know what? I ain't never been big enough for me to get a shadow. So yeah, you no, weren't in my shadow because don't nobody listen to this podcast. Facts. So facts. you like, weren't in my shadow. My issue, you were never in my shadow. I work at the Matter barbecue fact, spot. Uh, the seventeen people who heard your song, uh, shared it to their social media, and they had a bigger following than me, and they broke you. That shit ain't go viral. It went virus. Nigga. Yeah, that shit went virus. That shit uh, went uh, small cough, nigga. <laughs> and that was it. That was the podcast, nigga. But um. Papa was like, yo, man, look, I I ain't know I was doing nothing wrong. I thought we was on the same page, nigga. Pardon me for fucking your shit up. So she came to talk to that nigga later. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, I think we need a break. Papa said, I don't think we do. She was like, mm, we do. And walked off on that nigga. Smiled, too. Smiled and grabbed his hand like, nigga, nice he to know you. He was like, we need to separate business. From personal shit. Yeah, yeah. That's what he said. We, I think we need to separate our business from pleasure. And she was like, I couldn't agree with you more. Don't start off by doing that. Because don't remix what I'm saying. I know you're a rapper now, but don't remix my shit, Diddy. Like, calm down, nigga. She was like, yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. Um, I think we need to take a break. And I was like, uh, that ain't what I was saying at all. Yo, she was like, you know what, Papa? You so motherfucking mean with it. I'm going <laughs> to run that back and do, do a, a whole nother scheme, scheme with it. it. Yo, she really clips that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> she really clips that nigga. Dog. You said, no. <laughs> in, dog. in Papa verse <laughs> Kevin, you said, <laughs> if you... <laughs> Dog, if you don't listen to battle rap, that whole shit just went over you. But I'm astounded that she clips that nigga yeah, like that, dog. Oh man. Um. All right, let's talk about Nina, man. Let's wrap this shit up. So Nina ran over. We we talked about it earlier. She saw Dre on the steps. Hold up, time out real quick. Let me rewind. So I have to mention this shit. Speaking of Dre, apparently Drake's the counselor at the fucking uh, rock shit now. She used to work at a school. Now she works for Tracy and Trick. Well, she do this on the side. Okay. Because she this still be she, having meetings yeah, yeah, yeah. and shit. This, so that's why okay. she ain't got no time. This is why she never home. Um, So she counseling Vic and his girl and his daughter, not his girl's daughter. Speaking of like the trauma and the black tropes and all this shit, this scene had more of it. Because when they get to arguing him and his girl, the girl said something. And I had to rewind it a couple times to hear it. But she goes, I am not her mother. Really, nigga? Like that's what you gonna say, and you, and he was like, he said something like, uh, 
like you stepped into that role or you played that role or some shit. Like it was very faint, but I just didn't like. And the girl was like talking about how she paid the bills and she do that and she pay all. I just didn't like yo. It, I, so what? I, salute to the men on this show, man. So what y'all I, getting did dirty? When I get the gist of the gist that I get of it is he's on hard times right now. Yeah, and his other, girl making money on OnlyFans. Correct. Other than this particular hard patch, he's always been the breadwinner and always been the provider. Um, he has a fucking what, a sixteen-year-old daughter. The daughter look old as hell. Damn, uh, I didn't realize that was the daughter until I heard it a couple times. I thought it was the other girl. Nigga. And he said, you know what I'm saying? I've always provided. I'm mean, I'm just fucked up right now. And, yeah. You know what I'm saying? He was like, 10 years I didn't provide it, nigga. It's a long time. And he like, providing what? Da, da, da. But I always thought that was what they what, what some people say. I need the man to take everything. I'm going to stack mine. And just in case he ever stumbled, I got it. I got it. Man, but he gonna have to provide. But I'm gonna be stacking mine because just in case, because I, I got it. Because guess what, dog? Life is life, and one day I might need to have my nigga back. One day a tree falls on your shit. Boom, boom. You know what I'm saying? Like boom. one day a tree falls on your fucking house. Boom. Literally, you're the second nigga in two weeks who told me a tree fell on that shit. It's one of my bros. A tree fell on in the garage last week. Come on, dog. Come on, dog. Like this shit happens. One day. Life just go. One day a tree ain't on your shit. Next day it's on your shit. One day you you know chilling in the office, editing your. Hey. You know what I'm saying? I'm scared the fuck out of. Hey nigga, one day I'm driving home from my girl crib. Life is good. Next day I'm driving home from my girl crib and I'm trapped in thirty floods, nigga. No, the next day you're floating home from your nigga. <laughs> I literally had to. Uh, I ain't there. Niggas out there in ski doos. Yo, they were wild. They just, uh, I think the chief police just put out a thing like, don't be out there in like bathing suits and shit. Like, don't swim in this shit. Yeah, Michigan State Police was like, yo, I don't think we ever have to say this, but like, yo, stay out the fucking water. Fam. Because it has shrapnel, uh, oil, gasoline, Piss. sewage. My nigga, I peed in the water. <laughs> One of them blocks I turned down, it was dark. I could tell that the shit was too fucking deep for me to drive through. Before I backed out, I said, you know what? I got to piss real bad. And I don't know that I'm going to make it home in the next hour, nigga. So I got out and I peed in the fucking water. Y'all niggas is swimming. Think about it. If you was like, no, I'm going to get gas when I leave home. Woo, I leave my work. God. My God. And you was stuck in that shit. Yo, the wild part. So I passed quite a few gas stations in my trek to try to find my way home Um, in that three hours. Nigga, every gas station was full of people not getting gas. Nobody had anywhere to go. None of the freeways were open and most of the roads were stopped due to flood. Niggas were literally just at the gas station, like on the phone. Like, how do I get home, dog? Like, how the fuck am I supposed to make it back to. Remember when niggas was laughing at niggas in Atlanta who was stuck on the freeway on, on some ice? Karma. Man, y'all niggas think is. Okay, okay. Or you could drive through that shit and be trapped. Now you swimming, nigga, in my pee pee. Because I for sure be in that water. Um. <laughs> Fucking uh, Nina. She see these niggas on the porch. She called Dre. Dre sent her a voicemail. She check, fucking uh, check this out. Always answer the phone for your wife. Yeah, it's that simple. Yeah, or your girlfriend. Yeah, like I answer the phone. If I'm not available, I answer the phone. And say hey, I'm not available. I'm gonna I'm call, gonna you, call back. you back. <laughs> answer the phone for your wife or your significant other. Yeah, anytime that you your husbands too. Anytime that you can, like actually can, yeah. answer the phone. Yeah. 
your life would be a lot simpler. To further not complicate your life, don't ever send them the voicemail, nigga. <laughs> They'll get there on their own. Don't let them just, don't send them that way quick. I send you the voicemail, I'm yeah. shooting the text immediately. And Dre shot the text immediately, but didn't know she was being watched. She said, oh yeah, I'm in a meeting, I'm going to call you back. See, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to say, I'm going to call you back. That's it. I'm not going to say, I'm, in I'm doing something I'm not doing, because I like to be like, nigga, I ain't never yeah, lied to I, you. And... I'm also the paranoid nigga that's like, is somebody watching me right now? I don't like the way you ask me that. Man. And I don't like to be caught in a lie. Yeah. So I don't yeah. lie. So no one can hold something over me. Like and say you lie. Remember that time? Yeah. Like, cause you never, you never lay that shit down. No. Nigga, and I don't. Uh, you trig, nigga. I don't. Your girl mad at you every day for the rest of your life. No, I can't have nobody with some. Now that may be petty. That may be a petty reason for not lying. Yeah. But, but you're, you're not, not lying. You're not about to hold not nothing lying. over me. Remember that one time you said this and this. Yeah. Nah, we not about to do this, yeah. bro. So I'm not gonna. I'm a yo. But Dre, it's it's kind of fucked up too. I kind of feel bad for Dre, cause you trying to be loyal to trying to person. be loyal to the wrong person. But it is your friend, so you're trying to be loyal to your friend. And not only are you trying to be loyal, you're trying to help take care of her. But see, but I so I can I can recognize you kind of feel sorry for her, right? Yeah, cause you, that's stressful. But you're wrong. Because you made a commitment to that woman to in your marriage. Wife. Yep. She comes first. Like you take vows. See, yo, you come before everybody else. Yeah. You yeah. are. Guess what? My friend has cancer. Mm-hmm. My Our friend. Our friend has cancer. Yep. My wife is more important. That's the vows. It's just how that's it works. It. That's it. That's it. I'm that's not all. saying that my friend isn't important. Yeah. But at this particular moment, my wife has to be. Important my enough wife will always trump you, fam. I'm telling her the truth. Yeah. Like I end of the day, my wife is the trump card. Nigga, that's the big joker, bro. Fam, it's the big joker. I don't, I'm only I'm only gonna be into some shit down to the death with one person. It fam, if your wife ain't the big joker, why you married? Period. Nigga, that's just what it is, dog. Like spouse is the big joker. Ace nigga. of spade look cool. Yeah. Till you pull up till on you that pull big that joker. Motherfucking big joker out, nigga. And Little now Joker look cool. Yeah. Till that big boy come through. Like, that's just what it is. You know, oh, here go some bars. What's that? A lot of people are ace of spades and little jokers. Mm. For most situations, you are wiping everybody off the floor and you think yep. that you are the shit until that big joker come out. Overplaying your hand, nigga. You thought you had seven books, nigga. You got six. Because when this big joker come out and get played, that's mine. I don't give a fuck what else was yours. This big joker hand is mine, nigga. Yeah. Period. But niggas overplay their hand all the time, though. It's common. Look, we see this shit every day. I'm as a great space player, by the way. I mean, we can get busy, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've been in this shit since I was... I'm a great space player. It's funny. Um, I've actually told a few people recently... I won't feel comfortable playing spades till I feel like my brain is back where it need to be right now. I didn't told y'all niggas I got COVID fuck. I'm not moving as sharply as I normally do, nigga. We uh, get on that table, I play the wrong card. Don't be mad at me, nigga. Listeners. Told y'all. Uh I feel like I should have a name of uh Twickers. I don't know. <laughs> uh would y'all be interested in a This Week in Culture Spades tournament? Yeah. Shop yeah, talk this week in culture spades tournament. Let's go on and do uh, Spades and Uno. Because you always get the niggas who don't ever want to play Spades. They want to play Uno. We got giant tables. Up. We got a we lot of space up upstairs. Yeah. We don't even, you know what I'm saying? $5 buy-ins, nigga. Yeah. Everybody get busy. Oh, that might be a thing. Oh, um, a couple people asked me real quick. 
we will be doing something for Candyman. I don't know what, but we're going to figure something out. We either going to be in the theater. We're going to rent it here. We're going to do something for Candyman. So outing coming soon. Y'all niggas get ready. Um, Nina went to the bar, had some Henny. Don't drink Henny when you mad at your girl. You, you're, you're guaranteed to do some stupid shit. Just go home. Go to sleep. As Kanye says, sometimes I want to say fuck my bitch. But I don't want nobody to fuck my bitch, even if I'm out of let chick make me sick. Hey, man. Well, Nina let the brat get to her. Or I'm sorry, Dre let the brat get to Nina. And for whatever Dre might think she is, nigga, the brat is 10 times <laughs> the strength. Nigga. Only person I think could, like, defeat the brat might be uh, young M.A. Did you see uh, the brat and Wendy Williams? No. What was that about? Wendy Williams thought that the brat was like trying to come on to her, and oh wow, brat was like, "No, nigga, no, you not my style at all." That's <laughs> what she said. Like, no, I saw your, I saw your, your, your documentary movie yeah. thing, and I thought you ain't had no real friends. So like, I was, <laughs> I was calling you to, get, to be a friend. She was like, "So you, you, you?" And she like, "No, you not my type, like at all." Like, yeah. I was just trying. She's like, "I got the text message." Like, no, I got him too. So whatever you can yeah. put, like, I, I got I'll show you. you. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, nigga, I was just trying to be your friend. Wow, I'm not. No, I, I wasn't hip. I got to look into that now. I ain't know the brat uh, or. I get what like no Wendy Williams try to get at her. Yeah, but still though, like you trying to call me out like I wanted you because that was on the that was on the show. Oh no, and you so not was, publicly. I watched me. this shit. Yeah, on the, no. yeah, I'm like, oh. no, you're not gonna publicly. And she was like, and plus, nigga, I got somebody. I, I would never. You know what I'm saying? Well, tonight she had Nina. <laughs> she ran up on Nina. Fam, I watched this shit twice. They ain't even exchanged names. That nigga said, oh, you drinking Henny? I like a girl who can hold her liquor. You want to get up out of here? And they was to the Momo. I'll be honest, dog. I see a girl drinking liquor. That shit kind of turned me up. I mean, drinking Henny. I kinda, that shit kind of. Fam, probably top two and it's not two favorite things about my girl is that like our Freaking first dark. date. That nigga ordered an old fashioned. And I said, nigga, mm. I said, oh, <laughs> Oh, you trying? Okay, I see what the fuck we doing tonight, okay. nigga. I said I can get in my bag now, nigga. Let me order you a Zazerac. Show you what's really going down in the streets. I like that. Like when girls can handle. I get what the brat was saying, but I ain't know if she was leaving that night to the Momo with with Kevin Mama, dog. Tornado, Tom. Fam, I said it twice during the scene. I said, Nina, you have children. <laughs> Like you have kids. Fuck that you're married. Like I get that you married and that's but like damn, this is a wild example. You got took to the Momo by the brat. Yo, I gotta I gotta say this offline. We'll talk offline. Better up. Better up. So they went to the Momo. The brat ate her out with the uh with the mirror on the roof, on the ceiling. Um wild, aggressive. And then to confirm they went to the Momo, Nina went right back home. That was the two hour Momo, nigga. Oh, what you need this bitch for a few? Twenty five dollars. She went back to the crib. Nina was like, hey, babe, where you been? Like, I've been missing you. Or Dre said that shit. Nina was like, oh, really? You need me? I'm taking a shower. You miss me? I'm getting in the shower. Dre was like, babe, you can't just keep checking out. Now, Dre, you got some nerve because you've been walling. You've been walling a lion. Walling like you young. I get it. But Dre was like, look, man, I'm just I'm just going through a lot right now. I need you. Nina was like, look, I seen you with Jada. Dre said you was following me? Because that's a real question. Now I'm concerned at why you saw me with Jada. 
And she was like, don't try to turn this around on me. I felt good, good comeback. Hey, because what do you say? So Dre did what a real nigga would do and just start crying. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, shout out to Dre for being a real nigga. That nigga said, Jada got cancer. Jada got cancer. And I was like, yeah, you won. Yeah, you win the won. argument when you bust out crying. She Sorry. Won. Sorry. She won. And then Nina was fucked up. Like, oh, shit. I done fucked the brat. Big strap. Big strap, take little strap, nigga. Damn. Wow. Man. Why did she fuck the brat? Like, <sighs> Nina, come on, dog. This so like, like Nina's character is not the same character. At all. They devolved this character. Yo. Like there is there is such a strong message that are being displayed. They make everybody man. character really, really bad. You um, know what? Nina's character is has devolved. Um Papa's character devolved. Jake has been a fucking mess the whole time, but he's still worse. Um, Kevin, um, though he's trying to come back, yeah. has devolved. Um, the only person they're giving like a, a shining light to, so to speak, is Trig. Trig yeah. had the the conversation about sex, uh, and Jake like, well, shit, I've been fucking. Essentially, it was like, no, you got to treat women this, you got to treat this and this and this. Yeah. The only person who can be looked at as a good person or a good man on this show is the one that's directly yeah. tied to the LBGT community. Yeah. And it's not surprising because it is written by someone in their own community. I'm not saying that that's wrong, yeah. but I'm saying it's, it's very clear that there is a definitely, there's definitely messages and themes in there that are being pushed. Yeah. That doesn't mean that yeah. those things it's are not wrong. Fan, but just because you date a woman tied to the LGBTQ community doesn't mean you shouldn't be a good nigga. That ain't what we saying. It is just ironic. Don't make everybody else bad. Yeah, because fam, Duda, shitty. Jake, shitty. Kevin, shitty. Emmett, shitty. Uh, fucking, uh, shit. Darnell. Darnell, shitty. Even Dre. Dre was cool. I ain't never have a problem with her. She was just random. But now we didn't turn her into a liar for the gooder. Even her, like, she lied to her wife this whole time, but it was for the greater good. Any man on the show is trash. If any nigga on the show had been lying the way Dre had been lying, this would have been a lot worse. But Dre's lies were for the greater good. She's also tied to LGBTQ community. It's just wild. I don't like... I said this a lot last year when a lot of these newer characters were introduced. You don't have to fucking change the men on this show. You don't have to change the characters on this show to introduce characters who are in the LGBTQ community. Like, nigga, Imani, if you wanted to bring her on here, my whole point was make her have a point. Don't make her just argue with Trig and be mad at him because he won't save the girls, nigga. Fam. I feel like that. Remember that Save the Girls tweet? And yes. That was going, like, oh. I say that about women going to the strip club all the time. I hate that it'd be more women in the strip club than men, and I'll be like, hashtag save our girls, or bring back our girls. My girl don't like that. She hates when I post that. But bring back our girls. I don't want women in the strip club who ain't stripping. Like, no. Y'all can go, but like, man, why y'all dominating? Like, come on, now. We in there. Anyway. um, Nina fucked up. Let's talk about Keisha real quick. She went on a date with old boy. They went to the restaurant. He tried to grab her hand on some like cute shit. Keisha's not ready to date. Let's just throw that out there. I it got would, raped 10 months ago. Fam, it would be really great if her mom was like, yo, 
are you sure you want to go out with this young man right now? Like, I get it. He's cool. Y'all co-workers. Y'all have a nice rapport. But you were kidnapped and molested less than fucking a year ago. And this nigga knows about it. Was trying to have you come back to his crib to cook Fam, for Fam, that nigga said, I mean, I ain't Michelin star, but I was planning on cooking for you. How was you planning when you asked me, can I take you to dinner? That ain't to, to the living room? Nigga, where was you taking me, fam? He's a creep, dog. I'm telling you, I don't like boy. Yo, if they do this, I'm going to be mad, but I'm also salute them for writing in, like, probably an unexpected piece. What if she let her guard down a little bit and, like, kind of get close to dog, and he turned out to be a fucking creep for real, nigga? Like, not, like, on some rape shit, but, like, just too aggressive. You know what I'm saying? Now we're in love. Yeah, like... Something like that. Like I, I wouldn't be mad at that, but I'm gonna also be like, damn, that nigga really was creeping down with the little breathing thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, she freaked out. He was like, yo, my bad. I ain't mean to do that. Breathe. Take a deep breath. One, two, three. He did all the right shit, but you being a little assertive, my nigga, considering you know what's up with her. So then she started having moments after that. She went to church. Proper mentioned the shit about Moses. She fucking was pumping and. Oh, girl, Octavia came over with the baby to get the milk. And she was like, yo, I can't stop the baby from crying. Keisha was like, oh, you got to run the vacuum. That used to calm me and my brother down. Shout out to Kevin Hart. <laughs> Facts. Um, and then she was like, what'd you name him? Octavia was like, I ain't named him yet. It ain't came to me. And Keisha looked like, almost like she wanted to say like, bitch, I got a name in mind. Nigga. Like, I, this is my kid. And by the end of the episode, she goes up to Nina, her mama. Her mama, it's your mom. And she said, hey, ma, <laughs> Nina said, what? Damn, nigga, it's just me, your daughter, who got molested and just had a baby by my molester, my my rapist, my attacker. Like, be a little more sensitive when I say, hey, mom, I have a, I want to talk. She said, I want my baby back, which we called a million I mean, months ago. I mean, we've seen this shit coming from a mile away. So do you think old girl going to let her have this baby back? I mean, I don't know what the mother's rights are in that situation. I really don't know how that worked. Who did this go through an official company? Did That's you, what I'm saying. I don't know. Like, is it a contract signed? Is it you, a? Did you pay the sixteen grand or thirteen? Mm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, who got the money? I mean, yeah, I, I I don't know how this shit works, but dog, I'm very, I'm concerned at Keisha trying to get this baby back because I told y'all I think old girl is gonna be crazy, and I think now we finna see it. I mean, she got enough money to fight a legal case. You don't facts. Facts and uh, your mama don't care enough to even help you fight the legal case. Your and it's kind of fucked up that you would get this woman who can't have children, a baby, and then take it back from her. Because you also sought her out after you had rejected her and told her nah, which was a a very like understandable rejection. She lied to you about her marital situation. I got it then. Now this is too much too much contact with each other though. After the fact, because you she coming over here to get uh milk. I got a breastfeed. Yeah, I'm no, not. That's not how this. This not. I how literally this. said in my head, like, wait, do adoptive mothers pump and give the milk to the baby? Like, I mean, they, I mean, like the colostrum fluid inside. I will, get it from a biological standpoint, but from a I adopted your kid. I'm not bringing the kid over. I I don't know. That's just weird, dog. Very. It was very weird. A little too close to home for me. Um, did you watch the preview for next week? I seen one of them. It it looks like Trig. Minimum. I don't know if Imani is there with him. She should be the way she was on this nigga head. But Trig goes up in the house next week. Got a fight or some shit. He definitely gets into it with knocking them. I think Trig gets killed next week. Or minimum, he gets shot. That's what he gets. Yo. For fucking with that dumb shit. 
Like I get it, that's your girl. Yeah, but, but she already your, got t- someone t- killed. T- tell your girl that's dumb. Rest in peace you, to Trinity. What you're asking me to do yeah. is stupid. My nigga, we are literally just me, you, and Jake. And Jake couldn't beat up Kevin. So we're not running up in this house with these gang members who are illegally holding women. Yeah. Uh, um, All in all, man, another wild week with Lena. That's it. Doing Lena things. Uh, Last couple notes. Feel like I had something to say real quick. Uh oh, man, but I'm about to. I gotta use the bathroom so bad. Fuck it, man. Goddamn, I uh, can't remember what I was finna say. Shout Ryan out to Travis cacti Scott for the cacti. Um, that's it, man. I'm at this Jay. Let us know what y'all thought about the episode. Follow us on the socials. This week in culture on everything. Till next week. This week in culture episode one sixty eight. We out.